Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I'm Reg. I am Randy. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> this episode is brought to you in part by Cat Weeb over at Sandals Day Spa. Uh, Randy, have you ever had a manicure? I have. Yeah? And I think they are phenomenal, especially <laughs> when they come from Cat Weeb. Uh, that is true. I mean, that notwithstanding, we both bite our nails, so maybe we're not the best <laughs> <laughs> representatives, but... Call Sandals to book with Cat and get $15 extra in add-ons to any pedicure, facial, or waxing service that you book with her. So if you call in and say that you heard this ad on the Two Hits Podcast, then she'll add 15 bucks to your service. Even if you bite your nails, she'll try and fix it. She's done it to me a bunch. She is delightful. She's professional. She's good at her job. And you're getting free shit just listening to us. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, 15 bucks. Call Sandals Day Spa in Steinbach, Manitoba. Get yourself some get some free add-ons. Book fast because she is she's a busy lady. Book so now. Make sure you Do get it. in there. Right now. <laughs> Spots are limited, boys and girls. Get in there. This episode is also brought to you by Groundwork Creative. Now, Groundwork Creative is a Manitoba-made branding agency that strives to make our community a better-looking place. That's exactly right. Design is a crucial first impression which conveys your values, creates a lasting impression, and is essentially the reputation of your business. It's a tool to truly connect with your audience, tell them who you are, and why you matter to them. Now, Groundwork Creative is going to work together with you to help you build a brand that you're proud of by designing your logo, your website, everything you need. Exactly. Not only are they local, but you can find them out online at uh, www.groundworkcreative.ca or search for them on Instagram at Groundwork Creative Co. And they've done work with the CFL, with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I think the Argos. They also redesigned Skip the Dishes, their whole branding scheme in, uh, at least in Winnipeg, possibly even in Canada. And um, John Hamm works for Skip the Dishes, people. Come on. <laughs> It's good enough for John Hamm. It's good enough for you. Exactly. Check them out. Yeah, good local design company. Um, two idiots are not so much. We're not so good with the design, but these guys are. So check them out. Also, don't forget this episode is brought to you, as always, by our merch shop at the-2-idiots-podcast.myshopify.com. Cool. Go get yourself some stuff. We got t-shirts. We got mugs. We got tumblers, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, travel yeah, mugs, know. those got things. Some, I think they're called tumblers. I think eh, something. They're called eh. a bunch of things. We got toques. It's gonna. It's getting cold here, people. Exactly. It was frigid today. It was. It's gonna be frigid in about a month. Yep. So get yourself a toque. Keep that head warm, and uh, show off the show for us a yeah, little bit. Support us a little. Help us out. We're struggling artists, is I think yeah. what we call ourselves. <laughs> I would say so. Podcaster art. They make you feel things. At least we're struggling. <laughs> yeah, th- that's true. So, no one know, can deny that. Throw a couple shekels our way. Get yourself some. Uh, some nice stuff. Exactly right. That's it. And joining us this week, who do we have here? What's your name? Uh, my name is Derek. Get a, get a little closer there, Derek. Oh, sorry about that. There you go, Derek. Um, <laughs> You're pretty much known as that Mike. Also known as the Jets Pope. Jets Pope on the social media platform. His, his Holiness, Your yeah. Eminence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks ever, for having me, guys. Yo, this is awesome. No good problem. to have you. Sweet. You can take the mic back with you if you like. You don't have to sit up so close you if you know, don't want I to. I might. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key to the stands. They're fully yeah. adjustable. Yeah. Ooh, look at this. We're so legit. Our, our only the both. Only the best for the yeah. two idiots podcast. <laughs> of course. Yeah. We don't mess around. <laughs> well, we have we have uh, holiness here. So I mean, what uh, what better do we want? That's right. <laughs> Tell us. How'd you come up with that name? Uh, the Jets Pope. Okay. Actually, this is a great story that I haven't told in a long time. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised I don't get asked. That much. I get asked why my name is Dick Fish a lot more at Bomber Games. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. Um, 
So the Jets Pope, how did I come up with it? So essentially, um, I guess I would say the origins, I have to give props to the originator. Um, a good friend of mine, Brian, um, goes to every Jets game. Um, and he, you know, you'll see hundreds of people like this now. Um, but he, since day one, went in the uh, like old-fashioned fighter helmet, right? Oh, right. With the cape and the full get-up. I've, I think I've seen that guy. 100%. I guarantee yeah, yeah. you that you have. He's been to like so many games. Ah, and cool. he started it. And... Then I, there was one year, like after the first year, so the second year that the Jets were back, they um, put a fan dressed exactly like him in the NHL video game. Right. And I remember sending him, like I saw the trailer and he was like, it looked exactly yeah. like him. And I remember sending this video to Brian and being like, dude, you're in a video game. <laughs> sports totally owes you money. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then ever since, like tons of people have copied the idea. Um, so I always liked, and you know, there's always super fans, right? With every league, NFL, right. uh, NHL, tons of super fans will dress up with like a character, and I always loved that idea. Um, and especially for the whiteout, yeah. um, most recently, a um, couple years ago, I was like, okay, well, I got to be a character for the whiteout. What am I going <laughs> to do? Everyone does the painter suit. Everyone, you know, there's lots of like white characters you could be. Um, what's like the least racist? <laughs> yeah, what's the least racist white character I can be? Although super offensive at the same time. Um, yeah, my uh, apologies to my Catholic family for all the I'm sure all of the embarrassment that they've gotten from me. Um, no, yeah. So I was like, so I started up a group chat actually with family members, and I was like, hey, shoot me some like good white character ideas. That sounds I, so. Bad. I know it sounds bad. That's okay for me. for the listeners that don't know. The team Winnipeg Jets is a thing called the Whiteout, yeah. where everyone dresses white. All right, I'm yeah. not racist. What the team, <laughs> even does. though yeah. people were calling us racist people for were, going to Whiteout. Let's not start. Yeah, that no, let's not. But anyways, that's that so was. So I sent this uh, group chat a message, and people were like, "My family is really, usually really creative. Like, I, I love my family for that. They they're sending me great ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm trying to remember. Somebody was like, "Be a chef. Be." Uh, like a surgeon, like all these like white, yeah. you know, Colonel ideas. Sanders, and white coat. Yeah, and my my older sister Suzanne, she threw in, uh, what about a pope? And uh. I was like, fucking. The second she said that, I was like, that's it. Yeah. Shout out to Suzanne. So yeah, shout girl. out to Suzanne. So I drove straight to um, uh, what's that the Halloween Vatican. store? Uh, <laughs> yeah, straight to the Vatican. Uh, what's that Halloween store? Uh, Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> and they had one left, and it was all white, and it was my size. And it was meant to be. It was. Um, so I picked it up. This was a few years ago. Um, rocked it that whole big long playoff um, push all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Um, and by the end of it, this thing looked like it hit me through hell <laughs> and back because it had. No pun intended. <laughs> no, it had, man. Um, it was covered in blood and, <laughs> and beer and God knows what other bodily excrement. Um, Pope Francis is getting it on. There was no saving it. I remember like bringing it um, to like a laundromat and they were like, there's no saving this thing, dude. I remember being like, how did I get blood on this? I had no recollection. Um, but you know, that's the way that those games went. Yeah, that's right? how parties go. That's yeah, yeah. Well, especially when you, when we it's lost in the finals. It's not a party if there's no blood, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the... Um, I don't remember the night we lost uh, in, what was that, game five? I don't remember it. But uh, anyway, so I was like, okay, crap, now I need a new Pope costume. So I went back to Spirit Halloween and uh, 
the girl was like, yeah, we don't sell it anymore. And I was like, oh man, really? Because like I loved the design of this one. So just to give people some visual, it's like all white with like a little bit of gold trim on the side. So it really makes you stand out in a crowd. Like it's shiny in the light and stuff. Because dressing like a Pope wouldn't make you stand out. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And the hat was just so comedic and amazing. And it was just perfect, right? And I was like, I want the same one. (laughs) Um, So... I ended up, um, she, the girl was like, let me check the back. And she like went to the back and sure enough, the hockey gods had placed <laughs> one more medium Jets Pope outfit in the back. And, um, I used to work at River City Sports. Mm-hmm. So I took it to River City. This was like the next year, right? And I was like, I got to crank this up another level. How do I, cause I always got to evolve. You got to up gotta, yourself. I got to up myself. <laughs> and so I was like, how do I crank this up to the next level? And so I took it to River City Sports and, um, got them to do like a full customization on it so i got them to embroider it with like a customized using the jets font like a uh, customized jets number i did like 316 right and then jets pope and right. in, in the writing and then i got them to to like patch on jets patches on the side and, <laughs> and the rest is history nice yeah. that's fantastic <laughs> that's sick am i missing something what's a 316 uh, just like it's a f- super famous uh, like Bible. Oh, verse. that I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'm obviously out, so I'm a wrestling fan. So yeah, this is what I'm okay. excited about. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan too. Awesome. Yeah. So I took it. Obviously, the Stone Cold. Awesome, yeah. Okay. 316. Yeah. I felt like there was some play in there, but Jets, I was like Pope 316. Yeah. yeah I didn't know if there was also like a Winnipeg connection. No. To that, but Jets yeah. Pope 316 says I just whipped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever, guys. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. wrestling. <laughs> We got to get into that. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah, we will. We will. Uh, <laughs> no, it's awesome. I, I, I love it because it's offensive and it's delightful, but it's almost tastefully so. Like, it, yeah. I mean, Catholics probably don't think so, but yeah. it's not like overtly like... You're not coming you know, out with like an upside down cross. No, exactly. And, yeah. And the other thing too, and so like I've, I've been worried about that because like I said... Have you gotten any pushback? I have, yeah. yeah. So like, um, it's like... <laughs> It borderlines right on that edge of like <laughs> offensive. Yeah. Where like you say it's it's not it's not like I have an upside down cross yeah. or nothing, right? Um there like I do have a cross, <laughs> but it has a picture of Patrick Lyon on it. <laughs> um and I do have a Bible, but when you open it's it's customized, right? It yeah. says uh the word of of Saint Patrick or something, right? <laughs> which I love. I've right. seen your post, but I, yeah, I fucking and so love like that, so. it borderlines, but I have had pushback. Definitely, yeah. the one thing that's kind of saving me is after the first year, the second year, there was a lot of Jets popes, mm. a lot of people copied really? me, a hundred percent, dude. Uh, None of them as good as mine. None of them customized. <laughs> right. I was the first. I got all the social media handles, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. So now there's other popes, so they can't really say much. Uh, yeah. That's dope. That's always bound, like, and you know you're on to something when you do start to get the copy. Yeah, that's for sure. Because they probably saw it in the free press or in the sun or whatever you were in, yeah. and they're yeah. just like, oh, I like that idea. Yeah. But you know, that, that guy's not going to do that again. I was on Bar yeah. Down. I was in the free Oh, really? Press. A lot of that's cool. Saw it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We have a celebrity no. in the house. <laughs> no, wow. No, no, wow. No. You're like our third local celebrity. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have a thousand followers. I wouldn't say I'm a celebrity. <laughs> to some people, you're a savior to others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shepherding the your flock. needs no fame. <laughs> <laughs> just bulletproof glass anyways um <laughs> uh sorry catholics um <clears throat> anyways the the dick fish thing you're talking about on your bomber jerseys yeah. i've seen it you and your dad have the dick fish thing yeah so um this is another story that recently ties in actually i've always been curious about that i never knew what it meant for sure yeah we can get into th- and you know i'm sure like if anybody this the i would argue the dick fish thing is more famous than the jets pope thing almost really like i get so many damn 
like references at bomber games. Like it's right. like dick fish, hey, it's dick fish. <laughs> but, well, the thing is, and the reason why I can tell you why is because my dad's been doing this for 30, 40 years right. already, right? So he's already created this legacy. Like people already know dick fish from, and all it is is a name on the back of a jersey. Yeah, yeah. The weirdest name you've ever seen. <laughs> Catches your um, eye. And yeah, and so like, so the, the way it started, and this actually ties in really nicely, was um, my father, before I was born, was on a plane to get married with my mom and all of his friends to Jamaica. <laughs> this plane um, went through like extreme um, like storm at the time, extreme turbulence to the point where um, the uh, actual airport like was shutting down and they were redirecting oh, wow. everyone to yeah. like a different airport. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were getting people to like circle the island and wait or whatever because the airport couldn't handle. And um, the captain of this um, plane, his name was Richard Fish. Okay. <laughs> right. A lot of people named Richard <laughs> yeah. call themselves Dick. Yeah. And um, God he, only knows why. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never really understood that. Yeah. I, why isn't it Rick? <laughs> I, <know. Yeah. laughs> I feel like it was at one point. Maybe. And then, I don't know. But anyways. It's um, fucking weird. So... <laughs> Basically, he didn't have enough gas to do this whole spiel that they wanted to do, this whole flying around the, the island thing. Yeah. And he said, look, you guys, I got to land. And they were like, there's someone on the runway. Like, you can't land here. And he had to do an emergency landing no on like kidding. a highway or something. Oh, yeah. And really? um, apparently it was like he was pretty honest with the people on the board. Like, he wasn't like, you know, we're going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was like, hey, everyone, like, we might die. Hug yeah. your loved ones and prepare for yeah. this. This is going to be yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and everyone. <laughs> important fact to say this, and I apologize to my father because he'll probably listen to this. <laughs> everyone was loaded. <laughs> everyone was fucking wasted. Um, also, back then, a lot less rules. People are smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Right? People are partying like Woo, having sex in the bathroom. Straight up, like who gives yep. a shit, right? Yep. Um, and so. Uh, basically all of a sudden all these drunk people are now like holding hands, hugging, <laughs> being like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and Richard Fish, Captain Dick Fish. And like, apparently he was just a legend every time he got on the intercom. Like he was like, yeah, this is your Captain Dick Fish speaking. Uh, <laughs> hold on tight. Uh, you know, da, da, da. <laughs> and so they landed and everyone, yeah, you know, um, he did it safely. Everyone clapped or whatever and went up. Everyone, sh- you know, shook his hand, met him because he was this legend to them, wow. saved their lives. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Fast for um, fast forward to uh, they went on an, like another vacation years ago, years later, and it was my dad's uh, best friend Scotto's wedding or something like that. Okay, um, and sure enough, the captain is Captain Dick Fish. No yeah. kidding. And this time it's a smooth flight; everything's <laughs> yeah. great. But he's joking around, doing the pilot stick that they always right. do on, yeah. on the intercom, going, "This is your Captain Dick Fish." <laughs> and this time, yeah. And every time he would talk, right? Because everyone knew this story. And everyone, every time they would talk, everyone, yeah. And all the other people on the plane are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and so basically, uh, when they got to the resort, they were in, a, it was Jamaica again. They're in a Jamaican resort. And um, people um, on the island, they'll give you a nickname. So they won't call you by your, like at this resort, I guess. They won't call you right. by your name. They'll be like, they'll just find something funny about you. They'll, they'll be like, hey, Golden Knights guy. Yeah, yeah. Reg is wearing a Golden Knights t-shirt. Unfortunately. The <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they would just find something about you and they would start calling you that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so apparently when my dad was drunk, he would he kept imitating Captain Dick Fish. <laughs> so they'd be like, he'd be like, come on guys, let's go to the swing bar. And no one would move. And then he'd be like, 
uh, this is your captain, Dick Fish. Everyone <laughs> report to the swing bar, right? And so the, the the workers or the people that came up with the nicknames like caught on to this and they started calling him Dick Fish. Right. Oh, and that. it just stuck. And ever since then, like I've ne- like I rarely, rarely ever hear any of my father's friends at all call him his real name. That's it's, it's super Dick cool. Fish. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Wicked. So, for people that are wondering why this ties to me, on the back of my dad's bomber's jersey, it says Dick Fish. On the back of my bomber's jersey, it says Dick Fish Jr. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a great story. Yeah. I wish my dad had cool stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's dope. Um, speaking of emergency landings, did you know that the American interstate system is designed to land airplanes on the road? No. I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why amazing. And that's why the roads are so good so you can send a tank anywhere. They're all built up high enough like so the interstates can, so yeah, that yeah. in the time of war right. <laughs> when nobody well, invades them ever yeah. but like they so they can land a plane on the road or cruise tanks around. It's dope. Right. Imagine trying to drive a tank in Winnipeg. Fuck you. They can't remember <laughs> I read that, that they built all that because of the military industrial yeah. thing. I think, I think like it was Eisenhower 66 and all that was constructed yeah. for it faster ma- shipment of... It yeah. makes sense. They basically took it from the Germans because they right. revolutionized their whole mm-hmm. road system during World War II to like move guys to the, the front. Right. Yeah, we did. Volkswagen <laughs> for one. Uh, no, that's cool. Dickfish. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, how about... Um, what do we want to get into? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can get into anything here. <laughs> well, first off, uh, speaking of, since we were just talking about uh, Jets Pope, um, yeah. your video there with the whole Line A rant. How, oh, yeah. How, how did that go? I mean, it's so like, understandably, it's an extremely controversial video. But that's <laughs> I the watched, I, I did, uh, To be honest, I didn't watch all of it. I watched no like, one half did. of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, because it's so hard to watch. <laughs> But that's the idea, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I went into it, and I, I like I second guessed posting it so much. Oh really? But then I was like, "Fuck it, man." But like, describe yeah. it. Go go through kind of what. Oh yeah. Sorry for the people listening. So essentially, it's like a nine minute video I posted on my social media, um, <laughs> where I just like. So um, with the Winnipeg Jets, we currently have two free agents, um, uh, restricted free agents, and um, there's a lot of negativity around one of them. His name's Patrick Laine. He was drafted second overall. Um, and the highest scoring teenager in NHL history. Yeah. No deal. <laughs> Thank too, bad, you. too bad he's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Lazy. Uh, I hear that constantly. Oh, my God. Especially, it's almost always from people that the kid that, can't skate. He can't yeah. skate. He's I lazy. Or they're like, it, you know, they've watched six games in the last six years and they're like, yeah. oh, that line A kid. He just get rid of him. Keep Connor. Get rid of him. First of all, the thing is, is um, like with the shot that that's powerful, that's that yep. powerful, like how much energy like physical mm-hmm. energy are you putting into that shot yeah. that's right. energy you need to take from somewhere yeah look at Ovechkin he doesn't skate hard all the time because he right. needs to put that True. energy somewhere man like those kids that are blowing by everyone you see Brandon Tan everyone we should have kept Brandon Tan <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you put a radar gun on that kid's shot he's not touching Patrick Liney because nope. his energy is going somewhere else yeah so um yeah so this essentially <clears throat> this rant is me uh just for nine minutes long <laughs> I'm gonna play rip. a clip of it oh go for it man oh god because <laughs> I gotta get something off my chest you guys oh I'm only I apologize in advance for any swearing the listeners any yelling screaming breaking things there may be some (laughs) in this video i am sick of the line i hate sick physically sick to my stomach no longer can i stand here and listen to this and not have my voice heard because i gotta say for a spirit halloween i I am so done with the narration the that's fucking, the unreal quality too. I, 
I think they'll get the gist. It's not yeah. not super overt, but you know, yeah, watch it. So Check it out on YouTube. It's and the thing is, is I'm going. What's sad about this is like I'm going against the grain yeah. of what this, you know, um, how would you call it? Like what this idea that's generated yeah. in Winnipeg. This I just don't, like, let's be real though, too. Like like Winnipeg's always had a pretty finicky, flip floppy fan base. Like yeah. they're yeah. they're passionate. To no end, but like they're very, they're so hot and cold. Let's and, say and the word, yeah. they're very fair weather. Yeah, and absolutely. I say that yeah. as somebody who has Winnipeg tattooed all over my arm because <laughs> I'm, but I'm not denying the truth. The yeah. truth is we do have fair weather fans here yeah. and I'm trying to turn that. Like yeah. that's my idea with these videos. It's like, and, and the other thing too is um, that we also have very like what you would call like tried and true, like diehard, like old school hockey yep, fans right. that are all about like, the grit and you <laughs> yeah. know they, they, they want a whole team of fourth liners are going to play yeah. in the corners exactly they want to just watch people jump over the vents and bench and start line brawls like yeah. missing teeth and that's and not yeah. I'm sorry and like that's they not almost, the way hockey is anymore no. and I also think and like I might get ripped ripped for this but I do think a huge part of it is because we lost our team and a lot of these uh, people stopped mm-hmm. watching hockey when it evolved and now they're yeah. back into it and they think that it's the way it used that's to be yeah. And it's not. That's a good point, but I, I wonder if that's true because even as a Red Wings fan, uh, it's the same thing. Like they've they've been good forever, um, but they're still like the pretty solid base of fans that refuse to acknowledge that hey, Justin Ablocator sucks, and you know guys yeah. like that where it's like yeah, he tries real hard and yeah. you know yeah. not you know he's a great guy yeah, outside of hockey, good locker room guy. Yeah, yeah. but that doesn't fucking matter. matter like anymore. he's not getting us any wins, yeah. right? No. Great, put him on the put him on the bench. Exactly, send him to the minors. Make Let him, him teach the young kids. Make him like why is yeah. on the ice? Exactly, it doesn't doesn't make yeah. any sense. Let's so keep I think these guys in the system without <laughs> having to yeah. have them on the ice. And it's a lot of people I think also where our team is good. We need to find something to shit on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like just yeah. like even the bombers, like, you know, Matt Nichols is is you know, he's quietly putting up a great season when he was healthy. And everybody's just like, Fuck it, start Strevler. Yeah. And now yeah. Nichols is out and everybody's like, God damn it, Strevler. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. And, and and people should have seen that coming. Oh, Strevler yeah. is not the future for that no, team. No. Now, he's a, he's a and, decent and stop And I love Strevy, don't get me, me wrong. Too. Like the guys can do He should what be he, a running back. The guy would <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> the guy can do what he can do really well. Yeah. But they should, you know, they should piss test him. The thing is <laughs> is and like God forbid like Knock on wood, like if we ever do trade Patrick Line, yeah. like I'll follow that kid. Even though I'm a Jets hand to die, to die hard, I'll follow that kid and everyone will regret it. It'll be the Taylor Hall trade all over oh, yeah. again. Yeah. Because you just can't Tyler trade Sagan, a generational like Yeah, Tyler Sagan. You can't trade a, a generational talent like that. No. Um over one something, down year. over something yeah. so little as one yeah. down year. And and, and not we, even down. We say down. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> He was at times playing with Adam Lowry. And here's the thing. I love Adam Lowry. He was one of my favorite Jets. But he's not somebody who should be playing with no, Patrick Laine. No, no. And this whole argument, like, they're trying to give him $6 million. I'm like, y'all are high. Though, now, because uh, Kachuk and, and the point, and point signed, I know. they could probably do the same bridge deal where it's like you get $6 million this year, $9 million on the third year, and just right. lock them up, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I think... I think that if that's what you need to do now, yeah. do it. Do it. Absolutely. But at Buy the same time, time, like yeah. I think Palm Reese costs us a lot of money by playing yep. Cal Connor on the first line. Because yep. I because here's the thing, okay? Line goes into the negotiation negotiations now. Um, no matter what, like he's demanding the same amount of money, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Whereas Cal Connor goes into those negotiations without playing on the first line with Shafleen Wheeler, <laughs> and he's asking for a lot less money than he is now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now we have two big time, big money contracts to sign when 
wasn't really necessary in my opinion. I, I wonder though right. because if you take yeah uh, the point's valid because if you take Line A and put him on any line on any team in the NHL, he scores thirty goals. Yeah, yeah. he played. I mean, yeah, he was super spotty last year. He went weeks and weeks and weeks without scoring, but like. He was still potting them, and you know he's still good on the power play. You put Kyle Connor on any line in the NHL. Yeah, is he going to score thirty right. back to back no. years? I don't think no. so. No, he's going to struggle. And I say yeah. I love Kyle Connor. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's a very serviceable he's NHL. Very serviceable, yeah. great guy. It's like I compare him to kind of like, uh, like, um, like Rust or something. Like, yeah, like you put him yeah. somewhere else and just I don't know. Or like, that. yeah, like sure he yeah. works well there, right? Yeah. Or like a Kunitz or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sure he works right. great with Crosby. He Shifley's <laughs> Kunitz. One hundred percent. Well, and and like. And yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I love Kyle Connor, but I think we cost ourselves money by doing yeah. what we did. We should have just put Lining where he deserved. He still was going to score like crazy. He's still going to ask for tons of money. I don't know why they would. I mean, if they're scared to pay him, that's just a stupid reason. Because if, imagine how much more, how much better the team would have been had he been on the first yeah. line scoring all those goals. Dude, yeah. I know. Pay him. If he's I, worth it, pay it him. It eats at me, Rich. Yeah, I believe <laughs> it that. It eats at me. Because I know <laughs> if, if Patrick Line is on that top line. Yeah, we have a good chance of beating the St. Louis Blues. Sure, and if yeah, we sure. have a good chance of beating St. Louis Blues, the, the whole league fell apart yep. last year. Yeah, like yeah. I, the Blues fans zone. are gonna rip me apart for this, <laughs> but like, dude, they the Stanley Cup fell into their lap. Oh yeah, they had no, they had no, and no that, place being. I there. guarantee you, like people think Line wants money. Line every interview since his existence in media has been, yep. I want to win. Yeah, I want to win. Give me line mates. Win. Let's go. I don't yeah. give a shit about anything else. Yeah. I want to win and. I guarantee you, the thing that eats at him more about about playing here than than the weather, than the money, than anything, yeah. is the fact that he thinks he probably we should have won a cup last year or had a better chance if he yeah. was on the top right, line for sure. So now he's looking at this, going, "Why the fuck would I? Pardon my, <laughs> why would I sign a long term contract here yeah. with this coach? Like he looks yeah. at Paul Maurice and goes, "This guy doesn't value see the value in me. I know my value. Yeah. He's a very cocky kid, which oh, sure. he deserves yeah. to be. He scored and like he 150 thousand goals. He yeah, deserves. and he sees that and he goes, "Why the fuck would I assume this is yeah. this this whole Liney doesn't like little Liney doesn't want to like Winnipeg has nothing to do with that. No. He's just not going to publicly come out and thrash his coach because the second he does that, he's done with any team in the league. Yeah, right. Which right. is no which coach. Is silly. Well, yeah, it's silly, but yeah. no coach in the league is gonna love a kid that does something no. like that. Then all of a sudden, you turn into a, um, Eric Drew Lindros Ren or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think there's there's too many coaches in the league like Paul Maurice where it's like they value the whole X factor, intangible locker room shit way more than right. they should. Yeah. And it's just like, like I'm a Wings fan, like I said, and and you know, for much of last season, Luke Lindenning was our second line center. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, you know, kind of roster decision. We kind of had no choice, but like yeah. you play these guys a bit too much yeah. because you value that tenacity and that grit, which is great to have. You need that on the bottom pairing you or the bottom practice, six. But yeah. Right? yeah, but like when you have the guys, when you have the horses, let them run. It's like Babcock, same thing. Like not, you know, playing Austin Matthews 18 minutes in a game seven. Come right. on. Think of a guy like <laughs> Nick Patan right now yeah. who goes from Paul Maurice to Mike Babcock yeah. and the guy's just ripping his fucking hair yeah. out because he knows how good he is <laughs> and he just... Like God forbid, Nick Patanis <laughs> put on like an actual coach who values him yeah. and watch that kid and get some tear legit the minutes. league yeah. up, man. Because he blew Seriously. the HL up, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's disgusting. Some of yeah. the you, you watch some of the Nick Patan Manitoba Moose 
yeah. plays on YouTube and you'll be like, how the fuck is this kid <laughs> not on a top line somewhere in the NHL? Is he still in Toronto? Yeah, he's still in Toronto yeah. and still Matt ba- Mike Bob. <laughs> Every time Nick Patan gets a point, Mike Babcock's ego shrinks just a little bit more. <laughs> At least Dubas was trying to take away Babcock's toys and like yeah. trading away Ron Hainsey Dude, and you know and what's funny else. is people make the same comparison with Chevy, right? Yeah. Like Chevy's trading, like look at Myers and... <laughs> and uh, Sharat, um, Sharat, yeah, yeah. like look at these ton of takeaways toys, yeah. but like eventually you just gotta take away the kid playing with the toys, right? Yeah. You would think, yeah. You'd think, I mean, the Babcock thing, I can kind of get. I've, I, I would give Babcock more of a leash than I'd give Paul Maurice at this point, because Paul Maurice, yeah, he's been in the league forever, but when right. has he done anything? Most losingest coach in the NHL. Well, yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? And that's the thing you go back to is has he won? Like, no, he hasn't done. And the thing done. is, is I like I, I also. Like I'm, I'm not a full on 100% Pomo hater. No, no, I just don't I. want him to be my coach He'd of my team. He'd be a great team. assistant coach. He'd be a great like the guy's got a yeah. magnificent hockey mind. Yep. I could listen to him talk about yeah. hockey for a long time. Uh, yep. It's just that he's not. The, he shouldn't be in control of the buttons of the who's playing where. <laughs> nope. He should be development or something. He's right. just not good at line creation. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's too stubborn. He tries the same things over and over and over. Yeah. I used to go back to the well. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> let's switch it up. That was a good deep sp- cut there. From the sports. Um, anyways, we can go briefly back to um, some CFL stuff. Did you hear about Jonathan Hefney? Um, I, refresh me. Refresh yeah, he me. just just today it was announced that... Oh, no, I didn't hear this. Yeah, he... Uh, so he... Jonathan, for those of you who don't know, Jonathan Hefney previously was a blue bomber for, I don't know how many seasons, a couple, a few. Yeah, Hefney it was... was yeah. Four years, yeah, maybe? I would say like at least yes, three or four, or something. something like that. Anyways, this website has pop ups. Anyways, um, <laughs> but he was now he was he was arrested. He was he, blah 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 blah. If I could talk, maybe he was convicted. He's going to serve nine years in what? prison for uh, for what dealing coke. What he <laughs> no was way. he was arrested arrested before. If I'm yeah, correct, he on said this. Like, pretty as guilty. He was a, a bomber, I'm pretty sure. Right. Oh, really? Back then? Yeah. Uh, I, I could be wrong on that. Apologies if I am. Maybe. But, yeah, he's 34 uh, years old, uh, pleading guilty on September 5th in York Criminal Court. Um, yeah, he played seasons. He had short spans in the NFL as well. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, let's see here. He was charged by York County drug agents in 2017 with three counts of trafficking cocaine, police and court records show. Uh, so that's he Toronto. Was, he was in Toronto. Um, was that oh, York County? I think I thought that was in. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah. That was in the U.S. Rock Hill County. It probably is. Oh no, he was from Rock Hill. Um, yeah. wherever York County is, at, I don't know. I assume it's in the U.S. somewhere, but I'm not yeah. actually sure. Crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, he. Uh, where is it here? Fifty. What did I see? One of the buys was for more than fifty grams of the illegal drug. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, <laughs> so he uh, he agreed to plead guilty rather than go to trial where he could have faced uh, as much as twenty five years in prison. Right. So his he had a shoulder injury. Deal, man. Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, yeah. I guess you made your decision, gonna, right? That's, uh, <laughs> your yeah. career's yeah. over, yeah. and now yeah, you gotta. You, you play the game. You gotta, <laughs> he's, he's making that CFL money, man. Yeah. Stupid prizes, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the whole. Uh, I saw it? that uh, Vernon Adams got suspended for one game. Not that it helps the Bombers now, no. but. Yeah. I didn't even see what happened. I saw something about swinging his so helmet or something. Basically, I can't remember what play it happened. I think it's after on one of the picks. I, can, I actually know this play pretty right. Okay, pretty give her, well. give her. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, um, um, it was, yeah, it was a pick. Yeah, and he threw a, a pretty big pick. It was late in the game too. This was when they were trying to make their. This comeback. would have been like the two and a half minute mark. I they think. were down a touchdown still. 
Um, so he ripped, yeah, he ripped Adam Big Hill's helmet off after the play, oh. and then hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> and no, did, did he connect? You can see him take a swing. I don't know if he connected. I've heard, though. I've heard varying reports, but like either way, right. <laughs> I don't know. And it's, oh, it, it's right it's still, in front of a referee. He, he absolutely should have been ejected for it. Yeah. Regardless of whether he hit him or not, because and you see the ref standing there, like just kind of looking at him. What's he his name again? Vernon something. Vernon Adams Jr. He throws the flag for the NSA roughness or whatever he got, objectionable conduct, but he didn't get tossed. And I was like, like that's a different game if he gets tossed because that's yeah. and then he goes all their on momentum to win the gone. Game. Yeah, yeah. What a cocksucker, man! I was watching it at the airport, dropped my father in law off, and then I was kind of watching on my phone. Like, oh, we're up 37 17, sick, sweet, sitting there waiting. And okay, they scored a touchdown. That's that's fine. <laughs> it's no big deal. We're still sitting pretty. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, we're driving home. I stop watching and uh, get the alert. And I'm like, fucking goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had to be, the wife, was, the wife was sleeping, and I'm just freaking out yeah. in the car. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> my, my dad actually, uh, earlier in that game, um, so Justin Medlock had made 104. Uh, point after attempts in a row, yeah. Um, and, which is a CFL record, <laughs> and he missed he missed his 105th attempt. Yeah. And my dad looked at me and he says, "Look, <laughs> he says, boy, look, we're gonna lose by one now." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sure enough, God we lose by it. one. I just texted him. I was like, "Wow, why did you say that?" So, it's, so it's your dad's fault. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. He said that. He texted me. He's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> he's so like uh, sports. Um, Superstitious, yep. and he, he texted me. He's like, "I'm sorry." Like, he was, he meant it too. I, yeah, that's phenomenal. But that, that's twice the Bombers have done that this year. So uh, I don't know how yeah. that bodes for the future now. That but is Richie Hall's defense. It's, this has been going on for years. Yeah. Our we second just, down defense is she. Our second half in general yeah. Yeah. is just like a crumple. Like you know, so people that follow me on Twitter know that I've been doing this every game. I hit the Bombers um, first half money line. Every oh, okay. game, it hits yeah. every game. I get, anybody listens to this wants to make some free money, <laughs> take your money and throw it on Bombers first half money line. Because if we lose in the game, we sure as hell ain't losing the first <laughs> yeah. half. But there ain't no guarantees in the second half. Hit that money line first yeah. half, you'll win every time. Oh, sorry, I'm just watching the video here. I'll drag it over. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you can't really see. He's like tussling. See, he rips and he no. takes a swing, but I don't think he actually. I, I don't think he hits. Ninety two is covering it, so you can't really yeah. see. Yeah. But, like, there's a ref right here. Right there. That was a mistake. I shouldn't have made it big. <laughs> he done fucked up, Rich. boy, we need young people like you around here. Oh, maybe not. It's just going to glitch and freeze. Anyways, you can see, I don't think it I don't think it connects. Um, but, right. but, still. but still, it's still an objectionable play so for sure. He tried to connect. Yeah, the N- well, the N- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The NHL needs to do a better job of that, too, where it's like, if you attempt it, Give him a fucking penalty. Oh, yeah. Drives yeah. me nuts. If you want to get into the, um, like, <laughs> I know we've been talking sports a lot. I don't mind. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get into my, like, thoughts of de- uh, Department of Player Safety, like, I, the um, the amount of hits from behind, just the la- watch the last two Jets preseason games. Okay. And there's two hits from behind where it's like, they're just lucky that those guys didn't break their necks. Uh, and the only reason they got two minutes for boarding instead of five minutes in a game misconduct is because the guy got up right away. Right. And if they want to avoid hockey Fuck. becoming soccer, like, yep. you got to give them the same penalty. Yeah. No yeah. matter what. Because yeah. people are going to start pretending to yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Because they already do. They already do. Yeah. And with good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I fucking would too. Because, hell, if it's going to give them the punishment they deserve and it's the only way I can guarantee that it makes yeah. sense yeah. it drives me nuts it drives me nuts yeah. too man like uh, same thing with like so 
Say, say someone gets uh, even the whole like high, double minor for a high stick if he's bleeding. Oh, what the God. fuck does that matter? I yeah. hate that. Like it, it, things like that where it's like it shouldn't matter if if you if you hit a guy you know you you know elbow him right in the chops on purpose or whatever and he drops he gets up and they call nothing or later on they find out he has a concussion and still nothing more like right. whether he's injured or not makes no difference to me. Like yeah. you did it. Yeah. It's a, it's a penalty one way or the other. Call it as you call it. Don't whether he's injured or not. Yeah. yeah. It's stupid. I hate that in the Dep- Department of Player Safety videos, one of the bullet points that Shanahan literally says is he was injured on the exactly. play. Exactly. Yeah. Who gives shit? Yep. It's nothing to, we're not talking about the injury. No, we're yeah, talking about matter. the action that caused yep. whatever happened. Exactly. You know? I hate that so much. I agree. Anyways, not that that matters. Or the fact that half of Department of Player Safety is filled with ex fighters. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Chris Pronger's still getting paid by the Flyers, Why and somehow he can work for the league. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that make sense? Conflict oh, yeah. of interest much? Yeah, Have they been yeah. suspended since? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Radko Gudis, probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah, just suspend Gudis again. <laughs> they won't look into my history. I think it was Voracek. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. Gudis. It was definitely Gudis. <laughs> Hey, Gudis, buddy. He just texts his buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy, I need you to go and do something stupid tomorrow because they're looking at Voracek's last game. We're running low on film here. Go yeah. go get him. Go get him. I'll throw you an extra 10,000, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah, anyways. Um, what else are we going to talk about here? Blah, blah, blah. General hockey. Um, what else should we do? Th- well, I think we should probably touch on... Um, some some news some news that going on right now, Mister mm-hmm. our uh, our brown face prime minister. We should probably touch on, oh which I found interesting. I I had shared a thing on Facebook um, oh, from a person of color about kind of how most of the outrage is from white people, mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. lot of it. Um, and then some, my cousin had commented, which it, it was totally legit. He's like, "Are you going to talk about this on the podcast?" I was like, "Wow, I think we probably should." And he's right, like, right. "He's like, I get the irony: two white guys talking about <laughs> a black guy's comments about a white guy wearing brown face." <laughs> That's all it's, like. it's like, you know, irony inception or whatever. But it, it's true. I I don't know. How do you feel about it when you saw that? For sure. So like, all right, I'll give you just a disclaimer here. Like, what's important for me to say is that. Um, like I am literally a cis white person, privileged person. Yeah. So my opinion doesn't matter. So <laughs> sure, whoever's yeah. listening to this, you can just turn this off because what I'm about to say like has no meaning no, whatsoever. Um, I just feel like we should touch on. It. I agree. We're all yeah. we're all white straight yeah. assholes. Yeah. But I think we should still touch on it. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. No. So my opinion doesn't matter. But no. what I will say is this, and and that's that. Um, I'm not going to even touch on whether I think it's right, whether I think it's wrong. Sure. I'm not going to touch on cultural appropriation. I don't feel like I have an opinion enough on that, like in terms of what matters. Sure. What I will say is that with this whole, like, so with Sheer coming out and trying to <laughs> start this whole, sh- like, smear campaign. How he's okay? unfit to be prime minister. Right? If we want to talk about what we did 20 years ago, let's yeah. talk about what you did 20 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. Let's talk about you coming into... Um, like literally in a person, a politician's standpoint, trying to remove gay marriage. Yeah. This is less than the time, like years ago. So uh, Trudeau did that what eighteen years ago? Oh like one, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh one. Sheer in oh five was trying to remove gay marriage. Yeah, like so. Do you if if we want to get into your background, buddy? Like this is the wrong fight. To and be he just with. barely basically said that someone in his own party had again I don't know the details but like someone in his own party had had some sort of racially insensitive tweets or something and he basically said as long as you apologize it's fine yeah right. but then the prime minister does exactly that mm-hmm. something that he did stupidly as a kid you know I don't, I'm not condoning right. it but like 
you know, he apologized. You could, he seemed sincere when he's like, I yeah. fucked up, you know. Right. I'm sorry. Like, um, and people got to realize it. And like you said, like, it was a different time. Like, yeah. I don't. Which is a cop out. But it, I get it. It is, but yeah. I don't necessarily agree that we have yeah. to get ramped up about everything that's happened fucking 20, yeah. 25 years ago. Like, as long as yeah. he's not still doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think his, you got to, context matters, right? So, like, I think he's built up enough of a, enough of a. I don't know a bank of of goodwill things mm-hmm. that he's done mm-hmm. for you know marginalized groups. Yeah. I think that everybody did stupid things when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. You, we want to talk about that. Like, f- so that's a good point that you make about um, you know it's a different time. Sure. So that's that's number one. Yeah. Number two, you want to talk about like I, I have shit that I did five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I've seen tweets that I've made like yep. five years yeah. ago where I'm like I can't fucking believe yep. I said that. Are those Facebook yeah. memories every time they come up yeah, I'm yeah. like oh my god let alone I 19 like years ago and yep. the whole thing about like it was a different time dude I there's shit that I said to people on like Xbox Live <laughs> yeah. like 10 years ago Absolutely. that could put me in jail dude <laughs> <laughs> like like we grew up in like I, and I'm, I'm a different age group than you guys I believe like how old are you guys just let me 29, 29 so I'm 25 yeah. so yeah. not that much different but I, I grew up in a time where it was like completely okay to say like thing and I don't even want to say no, them but yeah, we I don't feel mean. bad but yep. say like really mean things mm-hmm. and do things like that dressing up as different cultures yeah. Yeah. and stuff like dude Halloween parties were 25% like especially in 2001 when yeah. when Trudeau did this yeah. I would argue that you walk into like an average suburban like uh, Halloween party and I'd say like 15% of those are cultural appropriation at least, absolutely at least. probably so, more but yeah that's my thoughts I'm not yeah. going to get into whether I think it was right whether I think it was wrong who I'm voting for I'm not going to get into any sure. of that because yeah. to be honest after all of this like he said she said stuff I don't even know anymore yeah. right. like I'll say who I voted at the last election which was Trudeau likewise um, yeah. and, me too and the thing is is my whole thing was his, his entire campaign was basically I'm not I'm above this I'm above yeah. smearing the other like people and I'm gonna say and yeah. now he's doing it like you yeah. watch he is doing it and so I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna yeah. vote for because they're, everyone's doing it and it's I, a mess I it's hate a that. mess yeah. but um, to get into whether I think it was right or wrong I think if you did something 20 years ago who the fuck cares yeah, yeah. right I mean, yeah, that, as far as I'm concerned, it was a stupid thing, which I think I'm nominating him for our Idiot of the Week, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Trudeau. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, no. yeah, I think uh, we normally do it at the end, for but sure. we'll, we'll say, uh, you know, good, good job, buddy. Good job. You're my friend, gay. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's some sort of idiot there. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think it was a dumb thing to do, obviously. It right. was. Yeah. Um, but it, it by no means should influence anybody's vote one way or the other. It, yeah. It's not a political point. Yeah. It's not. And I think... And maybe this is insensitive to say, but I feel like if you people like to think like because a lot of the the blackface hate is is from at least from what I've heard is that like the minstrel shows back in like uh, you know back in the day yeah when people were when they would refuse to let black people in carnivals or in plays so they'd have white yeah. people dress as black people and they would go across country and they'd have all these really like terrible dressed up yeah. white people as black people which is part of the issue but I'm not sure if those are comparable because if if you're you know, I don't know if you're doing a costume as Aladdin, which is technically you know not a real person. Yeah. Um, oh, apparently Siri caught you. Uh, <laughs> the government's listening. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I Yo, mean. Like, Trudeau a, wants yeah. to know who you're voting for, bro. He's coming for me. He's coming for me. But I, I just feel like it's not the same thing because he's not doing it for the same reason. But be that as it may, it's just like the was it Virginia or North Carolina or something? There was a governor. That it came up after he was elected that in his yearbooks he had done blackface right. and whatever. Right. Yeah. 
and people were trying to get him to resign and he's like well no <laughs> like yeah like as far as i'm concerned if you're not still doing it and you've made him you know you've, you've apologized you owned it at least you admit it i think we can probably move past it people yeah, can know. change yeah and that's like the hugest thing that what people need to understand here is like if you villainize these people to the point where they feel like you'll never accept them again, yeah. you'll never allow them to make up for their mistake, then they're going to do the opposite and they're yep. going to go as far down the other road as they yep. can. Yep. Because like then they feel, um, you know, obligated to because people want to. Um, express themselves like deeply, you yeah. know, any way they can. And mm-hmm. if they're if they're not if you're not willing to give them the chance to make up for their mistake, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna like subconsciously double down. Double down. <laughs> yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I've seen this happen. And that's why it's super important to like like you talk about our society as as a whole. It's super important to give people the chance to make yep. up for their mistakes, yeah. or else they're gonna double down. Especially that, in cancel culture, right? Is what yeah, we are. That dude who committed a pri- a crime and got out of jail, and then society fucking hates them and, yep. and turns them down at every every possible intersection yeah yeah what's he gonna do he's gonna double down yeah he's right back to it yeah i can't help but think yeah especially oh i'm a criminal okay i'll be a i'll be a criminal criminal. exactly especially when half the time it's you know young kids getting in for you know non-violent drug offenses and shit like that right um and then all of a sudden you spent 15 years in the clink and now what do you know how to do you know how to sell drugs right like (laughs) and be and no one's gonna give you a job be friends with criminals exactly you make connections no one's gonna hook you up like only just recently florida allowed ex uh, convicts uh, to vote mm-hmm. until recently uh, most states if you have a, fe- a, uh, a, cri- uh, a criminal record they right. won't let you vote in federal elections Crazy. which is like but isn't that the point you've kind of done your time yeah. you've, you've served your pay- exactly. isn't that the yeah. whole point you've of done your sentence yeah. yeah like you've paid your debt to society you should be able to and on a lesser level on the internet right like if you say something stupid yeah. like Kevin Hart you know with the whole Academy Award shit yeah. right yeah. like stupid yes yeah. like apologize Great. You know, as long as it's sincere, we can. I think there's a level that you can. Yeah. But to an extent, sorry. To, sure. I'm I'm horrible at interrupting, so I apologize. No, no, no. You no. haven't done. You've been fine. Um, so and so, but you have to be also. It doesn't excuse you from your past no. in the sense that you have to be aware of it and mindful of it. Yep. So when so you brought up Kevin Hart, something I want to touch on there is like, sure, Kevin Hart's done some shitty things, but now he acts like he never did. Oh yeah, that and I don't he like. He needs no. to like, for example, I watched an interview the other day where um, it was like a bunch of um, people. One of them was like Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. and then one of them was Kevin Hart. And somebody asked Lil Nas X like why he was afraid to come out, yeah. and then um, like. Like, you know, it's for people that don't know, Lil Nas has came out as homosexual. Yeah. And um, a, like a while ago, Kevin Hart um, had released this thing saying basically if his son, if he ever found out his son was gay, he'd beat the shit out of right. him. Right. That was in one of his specials, I think. That yeah. was ages ago, right? Yeah, ages yeah. ago. But like, yeah. and and so sure, he could have changed since then. Don't get me wrong. But he's still. Or it's just a joke. He's Well, he needs to remain mindful of it. Yeah. It wasn't a joke. He was yeah. pretty, it was really? pretty serious. Yeah. But if it's in a special, you can't help but assume that it's a joke, no? Yeah, but either way, he said he'd beat the shit out of his son if yeah. he was gay like there's yeah. no <laughs> to a certain know. point like uh, he well, he didn't go just kidding like he yeah. said it. no i know but if you hear it in a, like half of the my favorite comics are like shock comics where like, they say terribly offensive Fair. things but they're only like if you're walking down the street and you see someone and you like throw some shit like that and yeah. they're like okay okay no, no 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 but like in the context of I would look it up if it was a special because I'm not, I'm not too I, sure. I don't know about if it that. was. Uh, I'm not too I'm sure about check. that. But my point being is, in this interview, somebody asked Lil Nas if why he like what hey, man why were you afraid of coming out and uh, Lil and Lil Nas before he could even answer they showed the camera on 
um, Kevin Hart and he was like his jaw like dropped and he was like weirded out he was like right. so he was like why would you be scared like he was like he didn't understand uh, why Lil would be scared yeah. it's like dude it's because of yeah. shit like you man like yeah. people and like you like yeah. who, who did that ba- even if you've changed For which sure. I, you know yeah. Kevin Hart maybe he has I don't know I don't know him on a personal level but he <laughs> needs don't? to be aware okay. of like so, his past acts so he, here, here was the quote this, this is from the one he said about his son so this was during a 2010 seriously funny stand up special Hart delivered an extended joke based on the fear of his three year old son Hendrix turning out gay I quote one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay that's a fear keep in mind I'm not homophobic I have nothing against gay people be happy do what you want to do, but me, being a heterosexual male, if I can't prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now that with that being said, I don't know if I handled my son's first gay moment correctly. Every kid has a gay moment, but when it happens, you got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> yeah. So okay. That sounds pretty sure. homophobic to yeah, me, yeah. man. And I, I brought him up. That's like without people who are like, like I'm, not, I'm not racist, but... Yeah. <laughs> And it's like no, you can't just because yeah. you said that before yeah. you said the thing that you said doesn't make it no, true. Totally. Yeah. And like I said, I, I didn't bring him up to necessarily uh, give him a pass, but I just mean like he went through some shit and he's still kind of in the business, right? Whether he did it properly, probably not, right? It, and judging by this, maybe not. And it's not even a very good joke, like you know what I mean? If because I'm of the mind that anything can be funny if it's done properly mm-hmm. in, in the context of a of a comedy special, it can be funny. Uh, but that's kind of. Eh. You know, and if yeah, and now if he's acting as though it was like a nothing, you know, then yeah, I'm not super fond of that. Yeah. But uh, if if people go through it in such a way that you know they acknowledge it, they apologize for it, they are now taking steps to be cognizant of it, and you know, continue making their art or whatever, you know, as long as they're aware of how they fucked up in the past, then I think, like Mr. Trudeau, I think we can give him a give him a bit of a slide for as far sure. as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree with that. But as a white man, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> we don't know shit. We yeah, don't know our shit. opinions are not valid on anything. It, no. Yeah. All these all these issues are, are yeah, a it's little true. out of our it's experience. We're not saying that in a joking way. No. Just for the listeners. Yeah. It's totally true. Like, yeah. I, I don't have the lived experience of, of exactly. a, a person of color, right? Yeah. Um, but be that as it may. Anyways, Trudeau, idiot of the week. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Uh, anyways, I guess we can bring up... Um, you guys like wrestling for some reason? Because <laughs> wrestling is the fucking best. Right? <laughs> now I don't know. I don't know how deep you run in it. Oh, bro, I'm he's deep. Deep. Like deep. you're you're like are you like roots deep? Oh, like I'm I watch independent wrestling. Or are you like everything, bro? Oh I'm, I'm diehard. I might have a new, I might have days. a new fucking soulmate here. I won't lie. Their pants are already off, guys. Like <laughs> no, um, shorts. I'm halfway there. Like come so on. If you want to hear, like, so I'll just keep briefly catch you up to my wrestling. Okay. So I watched wrestling for a super long time. Um, from when I was a kid up into the, I would say probably around 2009, 2010. Right. I stopped watching. Um, right when like PG era started cranking up super hard. Um, and I started to like, you know, I was in school and just like getting out of school, trying to like live on my own. And I just lost interest because of all of my favorite superstars, you know, grew up and whatever. And And, and to briefly interrupt, like (coughs) I think every wrestling fan at some point goes through a part where it's like, Hey, I just, either you don't enjoy it anymore or you hit a point where say you're in school and everyone's like, Oh, it's just, it's fake bullshit, right? It's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. So what we, a and another thing, and I'll jump on that really quick. Another thing is there was definitely a huge portion of my life that I'm now cognizant of that, 
um, I would conform to people like society, what they right. thought was cool, what they yeah. don't think yeah. was cool. Now I'm at a point in my life and I'm very proud of this where I do not give a fuck and what anyone cool cares about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do not give a fuck about what anyone cares yeah. about, man. I will post on social yep. media that I'm watching wrestling. I'll post yep. on social media that I'm playing video games. I'll post on social media that I'm doing this nerdy thing or this or listening to like metal music with screaming in it. Like I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a huge portion and everyone goes through this understandably especially in high school where like I'm conforming to mm, society yeah. and especially I want to fit in yeah. especially in puberty yeah. like I want to fit in I want to be cool so I'm, I guarantee you during that period was probably yeah. where I stopped watching for sure. and then when I started to discover who I was and discover that I I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of the things I love and I decided to start picking it up and actually the way it happened was um, I started dating um, my last ex-girlfriend and her roommate watches wrestling pretty hardcore oh, okay. and I was like you know, I, I was probably like three or four uh, rum and cokes deep one night, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sitting in a room, and she like fell asleep, and she's just across the hall, and all of a sudden I hear "pack out" or something like Jim Ross or something, and I was like, I know that voice. Nothing gets you fired up like <laughs> yeah. Jim Ross, man. And I'm tell like, you. I know that voice, and I'm like, what is what's going on? And uh, so I tiptoe across the hall because I had enough alcohol in me to feel a little confident. <laughs> and I'm like, knock on his door. I'm like, hey, buddy. Uh, his name's Dave, if he listens yeah. to this podcast. I'm like, hey, Dave, what are you Dave, doing? Dave, you're fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm watching uh, wrestling. And I was like, oh, buddy, I'm fucking in. <laughs> and so I, I whipped out a bong and <laughs> I took a couple reps and... Next thing you know, he's like, man, you got, he's like, do you watch, like, because he was watching, like, some throwback show. Right. And he's like, he's, he had the WWE Network, and then he's like, yeah, do you watch, like, modern wrestling? I was like, nah, man, I haven't watched it for a long yeah. time. And he's like, oh, you got it, you got it. And I was like, I don't really, I'm not really into it anymore. <laughs> I don't really like any of the wrestlers. He's like, here's, like, here's the thing. I don't like any of the, like, guy wrestlers either. It's the girls now that yeah. are good. And I was like, what? what I left a life behind about? me. Right? <laughs> and I started watching these girl wrestlers these days, man, and that's how I got back right. into wrestling. Yeah. It was a Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Uh, like tables, ladders, and yeah. chairs match. And, and I inquired about you once too because Reg had sent me a screenshot of a tweet. I think maybe you made or something. Yeah. And I saw that you liked like a Becky Lynch tweet, and I was like, "Who's the wrestling fan that you know?" And then <laughs> he's like, "Oh, that's yeah." That's I, buddy, I think right? he's told me about you too. And I was just like, "That's what got me hooked." It was I'm a Becky it. Lynch and, and Charlotte <laughs> uh, Flair match, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is the wrestling that I loved when I was a kid." Right. This, and like I even t- t- still now I watch like WWE like male wrestling, and I'm. I'm like, it's still pretty f- not that great. It has its There's moments. There's moments, like right. especially with Bray Wyatt recently. Like, I love The, the Fiend, Fiend is shit, fucking... Man. It's so good. Here's the thing. What happened was like literally Paul Heyman got in there and he's yeah. like, okay, your shit sucks. Yeah. You're a senile, decrepit old man with Alzheimer's. <laughs> I'm going to come in here and fix this shit. Yeah. And he okay. is. He's right, fixing guys, it. I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Red. No, continue. Continue. I'm, I'm like, and then it. what I got into... really, And I'm into just like... Um, <laughs> this is the so for the people that are listening I'm, there's the, a little bit of an anarchist in me <laughs> I like to watch monopolies crumble and worlds burn yeah. and society burn I, that's just that's, it's an evil bit of me that's inside fight of me fight club of you very yeah I like to see the Tyler monopoly Durden. burn and yeah. so, sorry, sorry you big into the so AEW thing going on man when I started hearing murmurs of this going on I was sorry like, the what so AEW all elite wrestling um, there's a uh, as opposed to the some elite WWE wrestling WWE is <laughs> is all that's been in wrestling since the yeah. since the thousands yeah. since WCW had its downfall there's been a small company called TNA they never really I've heard made of it TNA, they, yeah. they came close in they the came close I, everyone will agree yeah. that they came close but they never really uh, made it um, and essentially there's these 
two sons of a, one of the famous, most famous wrestlers of all time. His name is Dusty Rhodes. He has these two sons named Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, and they were repeatedly mis, misused and abused by Vince McMahon. Yeah, for those uh, listening, Dustin Rhodes would be Goldust. Goldust. His, his most common, his most well-known character. Yeah. And Goldust was this, like, um, he was supposed to be this, like, asexual, like, borderline homosexual kind of character yeah. who was a heel so a oh, yeah. bad guy yeah. um, and back in the day you know everyone was very if, homophobic if, if, if and you watch videos from him in the mid 90s when he debuted there yeah. was a lot he got garbage thrown at him constantly he <laughs> yeah. took a lot of shit and so the thing is he's an amazing performer performer phenomenal. and he a phenomenal one of the best I would argue one of the best of all time yeah. he's got the name? best power slam of all time Gold, I, would, I would agree Gold, yeah, Gold, Gold Dust, Dust is his Gold name Dust. Um, and so essentially what happened is as this as the public started to realize um, wrestling was fake people fell in love with the fact that it now, was fake before you move on yeah. how do you feel about the, the wrestling F word the fake word like so, kayfabe or like I'm all about keeping kayfabe alive. But <laughs> in terms, like when people come at me, it's fake. I go, well, I, yes, but Breaking Bad is fake, and that's awesome. This is too, what this right? is my argument. When they say wrestling's fake, I say that that's basically the same argument right. I make, but just with different wording. I just yeah. say that's what makes it so great. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it if it was real. I barely watch UFC. Yeah, the reason I watch it is because it's fake. Yeah, the, the whole you idea. The showmanship. It's the showmanship. Yeah. It's the same reason why I loved drama class in high school. Yeah. because I love the idea of a of a show, the yeah. idea uh, of a television show. Storytelling. It's a live television yeah. show that's in front of you. It's storytelling. So, so it's like it's like that's what makes Conor McGregor so so famous, right? He's 100%. it's his. It's not even his fighting. Nobody no, gives a no fuck one about gives his a fights. Shit. Yeah, it's his. The it's thing his is now press for conferences with UFC is they do WWE better than WWE does it now with promos and their, uh, their videos yeah. hyping up matches and guys shit talking and cutting their uh, own promos yeah. and throwing you know dollies through windows and shit. Right. <laughs> the other thing too is it's not that fake. was very WWE it's staged. Right. These guys put their bodies on the <laughs> yeah. line. And they're stunt men. I always sure. like that it's 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 not fake. It's predetermined. Yeah. But it's not. It is a physical. I guess sport. from yeah. from an outsider as my as myself, I never watched any wrestling at all growing yeah. up. It was always I knew of it tangentially sort of uh, peripherally but uh, it was always like I think for me it was always like if you come at it from a way that you guys are coming at it then I probably would have been into it because but until you know I heard that it's like I was always under the impression that there were people and maybe there are that think that it is real or that and that, there are they're, yeah they're, mostly okay and, yeah and a lot of that stemmed from so the 80s 70s 60s 70s 80s like they had the thing called kayfabe was the big wrestling term right so Good guys rode with good guys. Oh, bad yeah. guys rode with bad guys. You didn't see them together in the bars. You didn't see them at the hotels. Yeah. Um, you know, if two guys were feuding and they saw each other in the street, like they'd have to start a brawl. Kind of thing, uh, right? Yeah. So they kept the image alive outside of the sport. The most famous story is Hulk Hogan being trained to keep kayfabe alive. When he came in to get trained his first day, they broke his leg. Oh. Said, you want to be a fucking wrestler? Okay, come be a wrestler. We'll show you what it's like. They broke his leg. He came back. He's now arguably the biggest superstar of all time. Yeah. And and so this was during what's called the territory days. Yes. So the big part about this, the reason why they were able to do this is there was no, this wasn't on TV. Uh. Yeah. So like, this was all word of mouth. So like, I tell you, Reg, like, yo, I went to this crazy fight last night. 
person A and person B threw down, that's all you know of it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go rewatch these clips on YouTube over and over where you see, okay, maybe his fist actually didn't hit his head. Yeah. Like That's all you know of uh, it. So in the territory days, it was so much easier to keep the kayfabe alive. Yeah. So Before now, the internet, I'm sure it was way better. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now we're in the age where you got slow-mo replay and it's yeah. super obvious. So it became now an accepted thing that, okay, wrestling is fake. Yeah. Why Did you ever think that it was real? Absolutely, yeah, as a yeah. kid, yeah. When you're, and when you're a kid, yeah. The thing is, is you re- <laughs> The thing is, is they don't try. T- they don't even try to convince you it's real. No, yeah. Because like everyone knows that this guy didn't rise from the grave and command <laughs> yeah. lightning down from the yeah. sky. One of the most popular guys of all time is <laughs> like, an undead zombie. We yeah. all know that zombies aren't real and you don't have <laughs> magical powers. So it's like it's an accepted thing and it's been yeah. for a long time and that's what makes it amazing yeah. is that these people are putting on a show for you. It's like a soap opera. Yeah. 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 So so anyways, I know there's a little bit of a tangent but with the AEW thing, the reason why I'm so into it is they misused these two talents of uh, and the yes. reason being is because there was a company called WCW back in the day yeah. that Dusty Rhodes owned and he was um, Vince McMahon's main competitor. Yeah. And he basically by burying is a wrestling term meaning to like constantly make them look bad. Uh, right. He's like been burying these two sons for the existence of forever yeah. in order it's like an ultimate revenge against the guy who tried to take him down. Uh-huh. Right. And so now one of those sons has created his own uh. um thing like his own yeah. business as a revolution basically yeah. he caught the backing of he's friends with tony khan who's yeah. owner of the jacksonville jaguars and then his uh, dad owns a soccer club in the uk yes. i wonder if there's some sort of like you know deep cut so the conspiracy theory alert maybe oh, go right? for it. but i wonder if there's like some sort of deep cut um uh connection with like vince mcmahon maybe he's like orchestrating it with with this guy to be like we're gonna create a rival <laughs> league to like I fight each other with you, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like in like five years or ten years, they'll be like, ha, ha, ha. "We win right. again!" Be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? and it'll be like some rat massive like merger or something to yeah, make like yeah. a ratings thing. Yeah. I, don't know. I would totally agree with you if it didn't. From the you know, I, like I read a lot of news and stuff too. If it didn't seem like Vince was trying everything he can. To fight against them, uh, like but maybe he's just trying to be convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, right? Maybe <laughs> it's a. I actually really love the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. it's a great idea. But the it's thing a is, staged there's, league. <laughs> there's so much. The one thing that makes me think it's not real is the death of their father. Right. There's uh, so much passion into yeah. this now okay. at this point. Like there, it's literally like their dying father's last wish. Maybe kind he's of, not in really a weird dead. way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> he's chilling with Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm really into that. I watched Double or Nothing, and it was the best wrestling show I've ever watched in my entire it was good. life. It was really Gold good. Dust, uh, Dusty Rhodes was the or the Gold Dust and right. Cody Rhodes was the best match I've ever seen. In my now, life. do you, now do you think? Because when when WWE went to the PG era, right? They they cut out blood. They did everything. Do you, in my opinion. Blood, when used in the right way, adds yeah. a lot of drama to the match, and Agreed. I think WWE is missing that. And they absolutely are, and that's why they just announced, was it yesterday, that AEW's sh- weekly show, Dynamite, is going to be TV-14, Yes, which is over WWE's PG, yeah. and I guarantee you, it's not going to take long before WWE no. raises I that. I think they're already in talks, with especially Fox. with Paul Heyman taking yeah. over, yeah. And, and Fox wants a lot of big names. They want Brock Lesnar on the show. Yeah. They want Ronda Rousey. Yeah, because Fox is expecting big numbers because they uh, paid a billion and a half dollars yeah. for. So yeah, so for the for the uh, people that don't know with wrestling, they just got like one of their pr- maybe the biggest TV deal of all time with Fox. Yeah, it was. I so think then it was, Disney it was, owns wrestling. 
basically. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Wow. So are they going to be in the next uh, Avengers? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You see John Brock Cena Lesner flying in. <laughs> I've seen or you sh- don't see him. I've seen <laughs> Scooby-Doo meets John Cena, so yeah. anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I would say like it, it's definitely... <laughs> Shout out Scooby Doo, the best cartoon of all time. Fiftieth anniversary was last week. Hannah Barbera, woo woo. <laughs> but uh, I, w- I would say there's a little bit of a, a wrestling boom again. Yeah, it, it's not as big as it was in the '90s. I don't think it ever Never will, will be. be. And a lot of that's through the fact that Vince McMahon doesn't want to make stars yep. anymore. Yeah, uh, because he Austin was a huge star. He took his ball and went home. In his yeah. own words, Rock is a huge star. He left. He's doing movies. Like he rarely ever comes Brock back. Is? No Rock. Oh, the I Rock. thought you said Brock. I was like Brock yeah. Lesnar. Well, like a movie in his own right. He went Can he to even the speak? UFC, won a bunch of titles there. Yeah. He's Didn't. scared of him leaving too. Exactly. And I know. I know you guys already talked about this on a podcast. I listened to that podcast. Um, so I don't. We, we talk about lots of right? stuff. So anyway, yeah. continue. I know. I remember there was an episode <laughs> where you guys talked about the fact that Vince is scared of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I think if you if to your previous point where you were like, you know, do you think a or WWE is missing blood and AEW yeah. can have that advantage? I think the biggest advantage will be if Cody Rhodes like accepts the fact that he needs to make stars. Yeah. And I remember in that podcast too um, that Reg mentioned that he should have been filling people to replace those yeah. stars. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like if you work at a job, you're really good at your job. You should be always um, trying to fill that spot beneath you. So the only way you're right. going to get a promotion is if somebody's willing right. exactly. to replace train, you. train them well enough that they can leave. Yeah. yeah. But. Treat Hope them well enough that they want to stay. And I think that that's an advantage AEW could have. It, right. seems, it seems silly to have a, a, a whole like visual interactive event and then not try and make stars. Yeah. It's yeah. stupid. It doesn't. Now you're just kind of mediocre talent. They doing, want you to be like, Dad, take me to see the WWE superstars. Yeah, it's all not, about the brand. Dad, take me to see John Cena because uh, the second John Cena leaves, your kid's, kid's not asking yeah. you for those tickets anymore. It, it does make sense to an extent, sure. but to Reg's point has the best, yeah. best point. Right. There just needs to be another John Cena it's waiting gonna, to replace It's going to kill your... It's not sustainable. No, it's it not like sustainable, that. and yeah. it's been proven. Yeah. WWE has had some of the worst ratings they've ever had. Yeah. Their the attendance past. is way down at events Incredibly now down, um, but it's getting back, and that's because of this... Like they're been, They've been good. Yeah. They were so bad that I, like, I couldn't watch. Like I would say like three months ago. Right. They were so... It was so bad. It was the same damn six man tag match every week <laughs> yep. and it was so bad that their own stars were going on Twitter and like uh, like talking out against it yeah. because to be fair Vince McMahon is an old man and like you know I have family members that have dementia so I can say this like he's definitely getting there for sure and you could yeah. tell he was like he was scheduling the same match every week he yeah. would forget he did it yeah and um, and he still rewrites entire shows yeah. an hour before the an show starts an hour before starts. the show really? starts yeah. which is insane how old is three he? hour he's 70 78 I want to say yeah 77 or but his 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 mother is still alive and she plays tennis and she's yeah. like 103 years old or something yeah. <laughs> I mean I like, you look at the shape now. Vince McMahon is in I mean yeah. he's gonna live yeah. probably forever but yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is um, I can see like a guy like Dean Ambrose or Kenny Omega right like shout out to Winnipeg because we just mm-hmm. spit out wrestlers I, I like it's insane the wrestlers we yeah, spit we out got back. Chris Jericho Kenny Omega Candice LeRae is from Winnipeg yeah I didn't well. even know that that's crazy yeah um, uh, there's there's a lot of talent. Roddy, some, Roddy Roddy Piper, one of the f- most famous commentators too. I forget his name is from Winnipeg. Uh, uh, he does IGWP, shit. I think. Or um, uh, he's good buddies with Jericho and Omega. Um, Don. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Winnipeg spits out wrestling talent like it's fucking nothing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, 
uh, like Don Callis. Yes, Don yes, Callis, that's the Jackal. Name. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Jackal, it's a Jackal. Um, <laughs> he actually just wrestled Kenny Omega in Winnipeg. Like and a few he lost, and yeah. he won. Yeah, he yeah. won. He beat him. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool to see the perspective that the women got you back into it. Yeah, it was the completely the women. Shout out to, uh, and that's the thing WWE has been doing, right? right? Like I don't know if they have a different They're booker late to the party, but well, and the, the other thing is they fucked up with Sasha Banks for a while. I was such, a, I was a huge Sasha Banks fan, and I just right. saw them screwing her and screwing her. And something happened, man. Like, yeah. like I swear, it was Heyman or Bischoff. Somebody got in there and they were like, "Yo," yeah. And they fixed everything because the last couple of like weeks, I've just been hooked. Yeah. <laughs> there was that episode where they went to Knoxville. This is even if you're not a wrestling fan, you'll appreciate this story. <laughs> so, two of my best friends um, uh, that are from Knoxville, Tennessee, that I met, like I've never met in real life. Yeah. I play Xbox with them. Okay. Great. And I'm going there in March, um, and I'm cool. really excited about it. But their mayor is a guy named Glenn Jacobs, who's also no who's, who's also known as Kane. Yeah. Okay? Oh, really? One of the most famous yeah. like wrestlers of all time, Undertaker's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's legitimately yeah. their mayor. Yeah. It's a his, small, his logo when he was running had like flames all in yeah. it and stuff. And That's yeah. cool. He's a small. It's a small county. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've lived there. Like my buddies have lived there their whole lives, and apparently, like everybody voted for him not because he was Kane, but because they legitimately like believed yeah. in. I've heard he's a hell of a. And I'm sure. I'm I'm sure there was a bunch of wrestling fans <laughs> oh, too. Like, don't get me wrong, but um, no, he's like a legitimate politician. Yep. And so they had a show there a couple weeks ago. Um, and you know, <laughs> there was this joke where like one of the wrestlers is standing around, and then the, he, he's at like a museum in Knoxville, yeah. and they're doing they're doing like a comedy skit. Have you seen this? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll just tell Reg. But <laughs> and they're doing a comedy skit, and then the mayor walks up, right? And he's a big dude because he's yeah. Kane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in a suit, right? He's dressed like a mayor, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm Matt Knoxville County Mayor Glenn Jacobs," <laughs> and he's like, and the wrestler looks up at him, he goes. Haven't I seen you before? <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, I don't know. They've been doing really good. Yeah. He um, won the twenty four seven championship. Yeah, right? they have a championship Ooh. where it's. I don't like, know what that means. It just means it's like it can be defended at all times as oh, long as there's a referee yeah. there. They've had skits where like like guy comes this, up at the airport and rolls him up and wins the title and then yeah. fucks off. And like while. they'll post it on social media at like one in the morning. Like it's yeah. awesome. That's kind of cool. They've been doing engagement. a really good yeah. job and lately. Drake Maverick's really taking that thing and run Drake with it. Drake Maverick. With the whole, and shout out to his wife too for yeah. being so on board about the whole. thing thing um so his whole thing is he they they got him and his wife got married right and he he won't consummate the marriage until he's the 24 7 champion <laughs> is the whole gist of it Dude, but it's phenomenal but they, they just fucking they they just don't care and they just run with it and it's so perfect the, the type of comedy that comes out of wrestling like I, that's why when people are like i don't like wrestling i'm like i just don't understand like it's the, there's skits and comedy that come out of this shit and just emotion that comes out of right. the shit that you can't find anywhere. Yeah. I've tried to find it in every other like part of media. Like something like that where like yeah. a dude is like chasing a championship <laughs> and he can't have sex with his wife. And just, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, you're not going to find that in a yeah. movie or in That's any so sort of... That's so 90s soap opera. For yeah, it's phenomenal. But and yeah. like even like the serious stuff too is good. Like the shit they're doing with... There's so Bray Wyatt's a character. He's big, he was misused for years. Mm-hmm. He was a big... He was kind of like... Um, a Cape Fear kind of like Louisiana swamp guy, like kind of voodoo-ish. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, awesome character, had an awesome faction behind him. Super misused. Lost every big feud he was in. Every time he'd come up against your John Cena's, against whoever he would fight, right? He'd always lose. So okay. it kind of killed his character. He was gone for, shit, I don't know, eight months, nine months. Yeah. 
It was a while. Yeah, cut, lost a bunch of weight, came back and cheated on his wife and knocked up another chick. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole that's all backstage shit. Anyway, not in kayfabe. Yeah, not in kayfabe. So, got himself in wicked shape. He's now come back as this Mister Rogers Mr. character. Rogers, yeah. He has a thing called the Firefly because his fans are called the Fireflies. Okay. Now he's got a thing called the Firefly Funhouse, right? So he's like super over the top camp. You're like, hey guys, oh like, my god, hey everybody, yeah. welcome yeah. to the Firefly. Fun- <laughs> it's phenomenal. He's like blippy. Yeah. You're gonna come with me, my little fireflies. Like he's yeah. like that, like super campy, over the top, oh, like yeah. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, oh, but he's got this all creepy in a sense. It yeah. also like because he's like low key a creepy dude. Like he's tatted up. It sounds yeah. creepy as but, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, sorry. Continue. So so like he's he's doing these skits and everything, and it's they do they run it for a couple weeks, and you're kind of like okay, like it's I don't know where it's going. Like it it could yeah. get old, but. He, he starts introduces introducing puppet characters. Yes, so he has like Mercy the Buzzard. He's got uh, Ramblin' Rabbit. He's got, he's got Porkins or what the what the hell's yeah, his name? Hus- Huskins the pig. Because his old character was Husky Harris oh when he first God. started wrestling. There's too many layers here. He's got uh, he's got the chairman, which is like a devil Vince McMahon. Oh my God! So he starts slowly introducing. He's like, well, but I also like I have a friend. Like, there's someone we know in the house, and he's called the Fiend. And he, like, he's super evil. He comes around, like, he fucks with these puppets and shit. And they're all like, like, you don't want to, you don't want the fiend when he comes around. Yeah, like, the puppet will be doing something, like, mischievous, and he'll be like, hey, stop that. The yeah. fiend will get yeah. you. Yeah. Like, he's, but they he's never mention, like, what yeah. the fiend is or who. It's just this ominous character. Uh, right? Yeah. And then they finally, they did their first vignette. I don't know. It was probably two months ago now with the fiend, and he looks creepy as fuck. Like, uh, think, I'll, I'll, we'll find a they picture got, of him. They uh, got the same guy that designed the Slipknot masks oh, yes. really? to design yeah. his mask. <laughs> yeah, same mask creator. That's so dope. he really went all in on it. And it's like... So that's the fiend. Okay. And yep. it looks creepy as fuck. And the mask fits him so well, and he's got the contacts in. But it's a total character shift from the Mr. Rock. Everyone knows it's the same guy. Yeah. But it's a total character shift. Oh, so it's from the same like guy the, playing the fiend. Yes, the same uh, guy, yeah. yeah. But like he doesn't admit it. Like he yeah, talks yeah, yeah. from a third person as if Weird. they're not the same person. Yeah. Weird. And so they've started to do this uh, gimmick now where, and this is why people are like, like this is why it drives me insane when people are like, wrestling is fake. It's like, of course it's fake. Yeah. Literally this gimmick now is that he's slowly starting to control the show. Yeah. <laughs> so like the commercials have started to glitch out. Yeah. And like re- most recently this week they did a uh, thing the where the opening intro while it was opening started like getting like... <laughs> And like getting all like glitchy and then like started changing into like pictures of him and shit. And oh, like, yeah. It's phenomenal, bro. And it's like, of course it's not real. Yeah. Like, that is interesting. Actually, to that point, you should check out um, Imaginary Worlds podcast. I've mentioned it on before, but you should check them out. They have one episode about The Undertaker. Right. Mm-hmm. Episode 121. It's a great, great episode. And it's like, from my perspective, with having yeah. no... Like, obviously, I know who The Undertaker is. Everybody knows who The yeah. Undertaker yeah, is. of course. But, like, they go into, like, how the character was created, and they kind of break it down for, like, yeah. the less into it. So, it kind of makes you understand that he's... Yeah, he's an undead zombie that somehow is, like, totally accepted in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he comes back every now and then, and it's the same guy, and he's, like, a thousand years old yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it's super cool to hear it from that. Yeah. Just like um, the show Glow on Netflix. Yeah, right? Glow's like, a great... Yeah, I don't like wrestling as a whole, but the show's great. And that's... that's a good behind the scenes look yeah. at it, right? Yeah. I love the shows that go behind the scenes. Like I like the the network series is like 24 and Breaking Grounds yeah, and all those. Cuz you see the passion that these people have for it. Yeah. And just like they they want to do the best they can and they just they love the sport. Anyone who's a wrestler outside of like a Brock Lesnar, I think 
like loves it because they love the art. Like it is an art form as much as people can say argue you just, that you it call is. It a sport. Do you actually I, think it's a sport? Yeah, I gotta disagree. It's an athletic competition. I gotta disagree with the Brock Lesnar comment. Though. Right, he does. Fight him. He loves the <laughs> business. Twenty four seven. That's 24/7. His, his gimmick. Right, that's his true. gimmick is that he hates wrestling and that he he's just there for <laughs> right. the money. But dude, there's interviews you can find where yeah. the guy loves wrestling. Yeah. He gets so mad when he has a bad match and the fans don't like yeah. it. He like, isn't he a heel? He's a bad guy. Yeah. Like WrestleMania 20, and right? his like, gimmick is that he doesn't care about wrestling. Uh, yeah. I could be somewhere else. Like I could, yeah, fucking, yeah. I could be in UFC. Like that's his yeah. gimmick. But deep down, yeah. he he could be in UFC. He chooses to be yeah. in wrestling. He well, loves. And it's too much money work. is definitely a big thing. And it's too, too much right? work to be in UFC for him because he's got to be pissed clean now. True, but with USADA, it's stuff, true. It's way but harder. They, they test him in WWE. I do have though. to yeah. fight the. I have. To, I do have to fight the whole idea that Brock Lesnar doesn't like yeah. wrestling. He yeah, does. fair enough. Right, he it could be it. a shtick. He's phenomenal at it. Like whether phenomenal. he likes it or not, he's Especially, he's one of the. He's so good at at storytelling within a match. Mm-hmm. Like he he gets you invested as much as I like. I don't necessarily agree with the character. I'm. I don't like the lackadaisical, I'm not here, like I wrestle once every three months kind of thing. He shouldn't be the champion. Right, exactly. That's the argument yeah. that I would 100% agree with. Yeah, but the, the matches this guy puts on with, especially the smaller guys, like your Finn Balor's, your Daniel Bryan's, oh, your Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you can, yeah. Anyone who knows, knows. I'm if you so don't, excited don't. for the Kofi match. I know he's going to lose, yeah. and, but I think it's the perfect opponent to make him and, lose And too. speaking of which, I mean, we're kind of on the topic of not like racism and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. but... Kofi's title run yeah. again for people that know they know if you don't. Yeah, um, a lot of people see it as like a legacy run. He didn't necessarily. It, it, they don't want to say it's it's a racial politic thing. There's never been a it black WWE champion until really. Yeah, right. Well, you can count the Rock. Like, there's been the Rock is black, co- like yeah. There's been like colored champions. But I was gonna not, say because does does he's, the Rock's not black. No, he's, 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 he's Samoan. He's Samoan. He's Samoan. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. Polynesian, yeah. not black. But his dad's black. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, I thought Rocky. his dad was the Samoan one. Oh, Soul Man Rocky Johnson. His mom's Samoan. His mom is uh, Samoan. Okay, yeah. then he is black. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know that. But yeah, like it's, and I mean, I think it is a little bit that. Um, I agree. Kofi is a great wrestler. I, he's not a world champion what caliber. About that, what about that dude that can do all the flips and shit? What's his name? The guy, uh, the one I watched with you. Ricochet. Yeah, fuck, isn't he black? Yeah. Make him win. I, he's cool. I guarantee you, and he I will show, one I'm day. showing Reg like Will Ospreay against will Ricochet, and he loves that shit. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet's dope. Yeah, Ricochet's <laughs> yeah. dope. I just hate his fucking stupid sound effect. They had. I don't know any <laughs> of that stuff. I don't want to. Oh God. Yeah. Sure, that's dumb. But Corny. watching him do all these, fl- he's like legitimately athletic, which yeah. is super yeah. cool. Sure. And, and a lot of them are we should, nowadays. We should, we should div- diverge here. Yeah, We've been talking about for wrestling sure. for like forever. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you back for an episode. We'll do a whole for wrestling. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys can have a solo one. And just just to finish, I do agree with you. There's definitely some. Like it's for Booker T type of thing. A little bit, there. yeah. I agree. That's one guy who should who should have beat Triple H at WrestleMania. That was some but, straight uh, racist shit that went down. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yep. WWE's racist or not? Was. Maybe we're not sure. Definitely was racist. Was. Yeah. Still, maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> Vince McMahon's pretty old. We'll we'll see what happens. Anyways, anyways. Okay. Um. Let's talk about uh, how much time you got, Derek. You got to go anywhere? I'm gonna, no, I'm good, man. I can talk about forever. I just got to... I can go. Yeah, I, and then I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Give her. All right, cool. I'll pause it here. I have to kind of pee too, but... I just want to touch on one thing and then we can shut her down. Yeah, buddy. So wrestling, Randy. Do you want me to pause it or should we just talk? Oh, I don't care. You can oh. talk to me if you want. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, man. You know? Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I can see, I can see why people are into it. I just don't... Right. I guess I don't have the, that nostalgic connection. I don't have that. Well, yeah, like it's. 
And I don't think it has to be a nostalgia thing. Like, I think you can get into it now. It's just, I think for you or people who are skeptical of it, it would take a really good story to suck or you in. I just have to let myself because it's like, I'm like too that, self-conscious about it. Yeah, right? that yeah. too. You got to kind of let go. Like, who gives a fuck yeah. if you like wrestling? No one cares. It's true. Except like, me. The, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no one's going to, like, you don't look at me differently because I fucking like well, wrestling, right? Well, Maybe a little, but. <laughs> it's a but, package deal. Right. But yeah. like, just, it's. It's like watching the Avengers, or it's like yeah. watching any anything outside of a, of a rom com or like a reality based movie. Do you right? ever think that it'll gain mainstream uh, acceptance like nerd culture kind of has? Because I'm sure it did mm-hmm. in the '90s, probably with most well, of our generation. Huge in the '90s, they were averaging like seven million viewers. I wonder um, if it'll get to the point where now, because now anybody that doesn't like superhero movies is a loser, right? Apparently, I, yeah. I don't. Think it'll ever get to that point? I don't think so either. Um, it, it it's surging, like it's trending in the right direction. Like unless they bring stars back, like right? Say if they have some like super guy that transcends the sport, if right. it is a sport, I don't know. Be that as it may, whatever it is, transcends the industry, um, like John Cena, The Rock, that right. that type of stuff. Then I think it probably could get right. close. They, and they have to. Vince McMahon has to be willing to do that, right? Like he's <clears throat> he has really good people there it's a matter of of building them up because his whole thing is he gets a star right and he just that star he did it with Roman Reigns he ran over everybody for like two years yeah and it came to the point where like you know this is Vince's guy yeah so he's just pushed down your throat he's on every TV show and it's a lot of um it's a lot of content it's hard for people to jump in because if, if you're going to watch main roster WWE, because they have a developmental brand, NXT, which is phenomenal. Of course. Um, if you're going to watch main roster, you have to invest minimum five hours a week. Plus with all the combined history of, of all these characters. Right. And yeah. And some, it, some people need that. Bat- like, I probably would. Right. I can't jump like partway into a series, that right. type of shit. Like, know? I think in, in next week's the season premiere, Reg, it's time to get in a yeah. new set. They're bringing Pyro back, it's which true. I'm excited about. Drop, eh. so all, the play- all the people are going to be on different things. Hold eh. on. I have to pee too. You guys chatter. But yeah, like it's because Reg had asked me when you were gone. Like, yeah. do what do you think it'll ever hit the mainstream heights that it hit in the nineties? Yeah, and so like, I think that well, that's a good question. I don't think so personally. I, th- I think, I think it'll the, it'll get. I think if the wars work, like if this right. Wednesday war thing right. works. I, okay, so another thing we never even dived into is that. I think NXT has been for a long time now the best product. Easily their best product. Easily. So now that it's on TV. Do you think that's because it's an hour of extremely digestible television? It's not like I was telling the Red, you have to commit five hours a week minimum. Drives me nuts how much I have to commit. Right. I think that's a part of it. I think it's so I think it's like a, a combination of things. I think it's the the fact that it's easily digestible. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is the fact that it's not run by Vince McMahon. Yeah. I think the third thing is um, it's more of like an old school wrestling show in the sense where it's like, here's your matches for tonight. This is your card. Yeah. And then the things that happen around it, um, you know, are surprises. Yeah. But in the new wrestling, it's like they don't tell you what's going to happen. Like yeah. on Raw, like it's just like. And here's what's happening now. Yeah. And here's what's happening now. Yeah. Whereas on NXT, like, they'll generally be like, okay, so this is happening as a main event. This is yeah. happening, like, da 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 Yeah, and they're good at threading a whole story through an episode of a show. So you'll have your 
your bit at the beginning, and then you'll get little bits of that through the yeah. entire show, and they run a whole. And they're getting a lot string. better at that on the bigger shows too right. now. And uh, on their pay per views, they're giving five matches twenty five minutes a piece. They're yeah. not giving. 12 matches, matches. four minutes here, five minutes here, 20 minutes here, three minutes here. Like, I have a lot more entertainment when I watch a takeover than I watch a WrestleMania these days. So, so to answer your question, I think it can. Do I think it will? No. And that's mainly because, to be honest, I think that the, um, for whatever reason, the stigma around wrestling that exists now didn't exist back then. Yeah. And I I don't know if it'll ever be reversed. Agreed. And I don't think it has anything to do with the product. I think the exact same product could be on TV that was put on in the 90s or the early thousands. Yeah. And it still wouldn't be like it, it's just the stigma. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I think. Right. So I'd say anyone who wants to jump into wrestling after a 40 minute diatribe on it, um, NXT would probably be the place to start. Yeah, um, I, I don't know whether it's going to be on cable here or satellite here. I know it's going to be on Fox in the states. I don't know what they're doing here. Yeah, I think it's actually going to be on Sportsnet. going to be on Sportsnet, right? Yeah, it's going to be on, on Fridays. On Fridays after SmackDown, right? Yeah. So I would say that's the place to start. Um, it is a more digestible product. It's only an hour, so it's yeah. not a lot of time committal, and the wrestlers on. I, I've I vary between. I love storytelling, like I love the Fiend. I love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also like I'm a work rate guy too. Me too like yeah. I like it's guys weird. who can who can work and can really technically wrestle. Like Johnny Gargano was my man. I love yeah, that guy. I love guy. Johnny Gargano. He's good. I think the perfect wrestling show is a perfect mix of both. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. and I at first I was honestly scared when AEW started to come out and do their. So first of all, I've my biggest pop of all time. Yeah. So for people listening that don't know these wrestling terms, I keep dropping pop <laughs> is when um, the crowd goes insane or when a fan goes insane for something happening. Yeah. So like for example, the most. Um, like Reg would understand this reference, like when Stone Cold's glass shatters and everyone goes, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a pop. Makes sense. Okay, so my biggest pop that I can remember was when uh, John Moxley showed up at right. Double or Nothing because I just had thought they'd been misabusing this guy for so long. Right. And then he's, I knew something was going on when Chris Jericho picked up the mic and he started talking. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, what's going to happen? Yeah. And like when he started walking down through the fans, like I've never screamed louder at my television yeah. than when I screamed at that. And like it was just because of like the shock of it and it was because of like I say I'm an anarchistic guy at heart and it was like the biggest fuck you that anyone could ever do and like that's why I was so I was so disappointed at All Out when CM Punk didn't show up right yeah but I mean they brought that upon themselves though because they're like oh he's he's gonna be doing a signing that day they put it brought it on themselves and like Part of me wonders if it's just all a big tease and he's showing up at the first week of the television I, show. I don't think he's ever coming back. I know people don't think so, but the only reason that I'm still holding on to it has nothing to do with like has nothing to do with like him as a wrestler. Yeah. It's just how petty that motherfucker is. Yeah. Literally, so for those who don't know, the probably the most famous promo in the history of wrestling was CM Punk, um, which was a wrestler who was continuously misused by Vince McMahon. Yeah, he followed me on Instagram. What? Or whoever runs his account followed me on Instagram. That's the coolest thing Ages ago. Years ago. 
Um, he grabbed a microphone and just went off script and basically was like, you know, he didn't say these words, but to put it easily, he was like, wrestling is fake. You know, the yeah. people that run it are fucking idiots and they are misusing me. I'm the best wrestler in the world. But they keep making John Cena win and yeah. like literally did this on live he was, television. He was using real life things that everyone was thinking and actually and saying. And somehow that. managed to not get his microphone cut off <laughs> yeah. for like seven minutes, dude. It's uh, not, you should, I think anyone should watch this on YouTube. YouTube, not even like wrestling fans. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's it's it's, it's almost hard to they watch. Probably, they probably realize it's like a rating boost if they just let him play. Let it go. I, I think at a certain point they do cut him off. Yeah. The, yeah. It's it's when he starts. He looks into the camera and does the high Vince because Vince hates when people guys look into the camera and like talk to it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And they they it's do so eventually cut him like off. Dictatorship. Oh, he's very authoritarian. But, but that anyways. but that got the fans Dude. like one hundred percent. The the biggest. I think one of the biggest pops I've ever heard on TV was the Money in the Bank 2011 pay-per-view when he beat John. Because the whole thing was he his contract was coming up and it expired that night of Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, and it was like real life. Is he going to sign? Like, is he going to win this match and then leave? And So what I think Vince tried to do at the time was <clears throat> give him the win yeah. to try and convince him and be like, hey, buddy, you should resign. You just got yeah. your win that you've been waiting for. And he basically knew what Vince McMahon always does, yeah. which is he signs you at a high point and then makes you rot for three years. Uh, and yeah. so he had already probably had already had that happen to him at some point. It yeah. was so sick of the, with the company that he yeah. took his championship and left. Yeah, and this pay-per-view was in Chicago where Punk his is from. His hometown. His hometown. Uh, yeah. There was not a single person in that also, crowd who wasn't standing. I also think uh, like an argument to be made there was if he didn't win that, the place probably riots. Probably. It's the same yeah. thing as if you'd make an easy argument that if John Cena beats Rob Van Dam at ECW One Night Stand, yeah. he, he doesn't make it out of there alive. That's true. Like That's <laughs> I say true. that with honesty. Yeah. Like wrestling fans are pretty hardcore. I don't think he would have made it out of that building yeah. alive. ECW fans especially are especially. pretty hardcore um so so that's why i was so shocked he didn't show up because this has nothing to do with him as a wrestler it has nothing to do with him as a like a worker or needing yeah. money just i was so shocked he didn't do it for the same reason dean ambrose did it which yeah. is like it's the biggest fuck you yeah like the one argument you can make with aew is that the one thing they're maybe missing they have the money they got the tv deal they got all this but the, maybe the one thing they are missing is the star power yeah they don't have the, the household names. they don't have the household names and i cm punk is one of those household yeah. names like i can say because he went to ufc and he yeah. did these other things wasn't he a terrible ufc fan? horrible yeah he's, <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> It's <laughs> horrible, but it's so bad that uh, Dana White actually came out and said, like, he's never wrestling yeah. in my ring again, <laughs> never fighting in my ring again. But anyway, he is a name where, like, I can say that to my buddy yeah. and he would be like, I know CM Punk. Yeah. And so that's why I'm shocked. And that's why I do still hold out hope that, like, October 5th. But when yeah. the first show happens, man, it, fingers crossed. I think there's a chance, dude. And if it does happen, then I do think there's a chance wrestling gets mainstream again. That is I possible. Think a, do think there's a chance AEW takes WWE to the fight? Yep. I think without another big name like that, it's going to be tough. It I thought it was going to be yeah. CM Punk. Then when it wasn't CM Punk, I thought it was going to be Sasha. Then when Sasha right. showed up at wherever, I can't remember where she showed up, but uh, Clash of Champions yeah. or something. Um, now I'm like I don't know I, they're just missing th they got Ambrose but he's not enough I don't know they're missing someone somewhere yeah. anyways let the mystery yeah. survive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well let's move along here <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I wanted to touch on before we let you go um, yeah, so you work yeah. in the cannabis industry I do yes. um, and I'm curious when when it first legalized 
this is a terrible segue because there's no segue at all. Um, <laughs> but when it first legalized, I was convinced that because um, there was all those lineups outside the door and everybody was super amped that Canada yeah. was legalizing and I was one of them. Yeah. Um, amped, not in line. But uh, I was convinced that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that desperate, but um, I was... I was convinced that it was more the people that were already smoking um, illegally mm-hmm. and they were just kind of pumped to like do it in public and less um, new people. Because I think a lot of people were concerned that the minute you legalized, everybody's going to smoke weed and the yeah. whole society yeah. is going to collapse, right? Yeah. Do you, what, what was it like? Was it the feeling that it was a lot of already people smoking or was it a lot of new people trying it out? Or Yeah, so like I'd love to dive into um, my industry. I'm super passionate about it. So I'll just quickly like put this out there. So I work for um, a company called Tokyo Smoke Mm -hmm. um, and um, currently I'm the inventory manager there. Um, So I will say like there's some things I can't say. I'll just Mm -hmm. leave them out. But um, one thing I will say is that so it's a mixture of a couple things. (laughs) I think that in the end, there was a lot of people pretending they didn't smoke weed when they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of those people would still still say to this day, I, I don't smoke weed or uh, yeah. I, maybe once in a blue moon. When my back hurts. And I sell them <laughs> yeah. a fucking G every goddamn <laughs> yeah. three days, okay? Um, yeah. No, so yeah, I think it's a huge mixture of like, but it's there's a lot more newcomers than you'd expect. Maybe now, the, but I wonder like when it first legalized. Do you think it was even then? People were scared. No, people were scared. Yeah, exactly. But dude, okay. for the fir- people still to this day, and for the first like couple of months, it was like a lot of this come in and pay with cash, cash only. Fucking looking. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, they're looking over their shoulder yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, man, uh, if I pay with my debit card, like it's not going to track me, yeah. is it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't get into the states if I use my debit card. People are know, still yeah. convinced that this." And like rightfully so. Like sure. in school, they were taught that like this is a Schedule One drug, yeah. and like it, it fucking, ruins lives. It's a gateway. It's a blah, gateway, blah, blah, blah. and it ruins lives. And like you're a horrible person if you do this. And like those people will go to the grave with those. Yeah. And it's I feel terrible for them, and I don't blame them one bit. No, if that's like, how I don't, they feel. It's fine. But I'm making fun of that like customer. I'm making fun of that on like a I can make fun of anything type of, of level. Yeah. Yeah. That's where me and Reg have become really good yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can make fun of like. I, when my dog passed away, one of the most devastating days of my life, I made a f- joke about him dying the next day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the type of person Gallows I humor, am. man. Yeah. yeah. But I honestly respect those people for like coming into my store and yeah. for, um, you know, having the bravery after everything they've been through. But to answer your question, like the amount of people that come in that have never tried cannabis, and I know they haven't yeah. because like I can tell, you can tell looking at them yeah. is enormous. Like uh-huh. there are so many new customers every day, still to this day, all the time. People that just want to try CBD oil, people yeah. that maybe want to try just a little low THC just to see if it helps with this and that. And um, yeah, it's, it's remarkable, dude. It's an um, amazing industry. Um, and I'm super proud to be a part of it. And I'm super proud to be a part of the first, arguably, well, technically the first cannabis store yeah. that opened was in Newfoundland. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But we were arguably one of the first stores in this in the country yeah and um like i can't get into talking too much but like it's been a growing experience every day man rules change Mm -hmm. legislations change um you know policies change and we're just evolving with the times right um and i'm super proud to be a part of it and there's so many firsts i've been a part of (laughs) and like it's so cool um to you know and it's frustrating some days i believe that and it's you know you have to be so flexible to be in this industry right now and there's still stuff to this day where it's like 
are we allowed to do this? Are yeah. we not allowed to do this? Yeah. You know? well, it's, it's kind of people like, in the industry in high, like, and I'm not saying my company, like every company, yeah, yeah. okay? Like that don't know what's allowed, what's not allowed because like it's too even new. there's people in the government that yep. don't know what's going on. <laughs> they haven't even made the laws yet. <laughs> they haven't even made the laws yeah. and we got new laws coming out like October 17th. Um, so October 17th, 2019, um, they're coming out with a new legislation that allows for like edibles and um, uh, concentrates they're called. So like concentrated forms of cannabis, so waxes, uh, shatters, yeah. oils, um, topical creams. That's uh, great. I'm super amped for that. Dude, now, now the edibles, don't they have to be like colorless odors? There's, like there's some a extreme, lot of extreme rules um, around these. So basically they have to be naturally flavored. So they're allowed to be flavored with like natural things. Yeah. Um, Dirt. <laughs> basically you can't have cotton candy yeah, flavor they can't appeal to kids they right? can't appeal to kids um but they will be allowed to have like so essentially um i guess i'll deep dive a little bit into this to explain it to you guys so um cannabis has um also all plants have what's called terpenes mm-hmm. terpenes are the essential oils that live within the plants mm-hmm. not just cannabis yeah um and they give it the like flavor and the smell um so cannabis has these too and terpenes um you know, can change the f- the smell, but the new research is coming out, and this is word of Derek, not my company, because <laughs> full, dis- full, full disclosure. disclosure yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's new research that comes out that's coming out claiming that um, there's very possibly a medical benefits to these terpenes, yeah. and like the research is showing, and I've seen it with my own eyes yeah. that this is a true thing. Um, and there's also um, it can change your high, right. it can change your high, and that's why people say like cannabis is so customized to your yeah. genetic structure so essentially everyone has what's called an endocannabinoid system within their nervous system and your receptors and, and your receptors yeah. mm-hmm. um are going to be um more receptive to certain terpenes than others um so like for example there's a terpene called beta carophyllene um and beta carophyllene has now been showing to have like amazing effects with anti-inflammatory purposes mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so people come in looking for certain types of cannabis um, you know that have beta carophyllene in them legally we're not allowed to talk about this with our uh, customers because the government doesn't want that because it's not research pr- like it's not proven in research yeah. and like good for them they have yeah. the right to do that but at the same time like you have customers that aren't willing to wait for this research yeah. my back hurts now yep. show me the beta carophyllene yeah. right and it's like this whole revolution I'm watching before my eyes of like grandma sally who <laughs> two years ago wouldn't be caught dead near cannabis yeah. and now she's coming in yelling at me about the fucking medicare yeah. yeah. the cbd oil and uh, sometimes man i just pinch myself and i'm yeah. like what like world am i living it's beautiful yeah. dude. i love that it's beautiful i, I mean i so for people that don't know i have epilepsy and i use cannabis to treat my epilepsy and it's very like deep like I'm rooted in my life and yeah. I'm proud of it and, and, and it's beautiful man like mm-hmm. I see this shit be- it's beautiful and like don't get me wrong cannabis like any other item in this world um, is you know only used only good when used in in um, uh, moderation moderation or used responsibly responsibly yeah. just like water dude you drink yeah. too much water you get fucking yeah. <laughs> you can you die get, you, get, you die so yeah. it's the same with anything yeah. and, and same with cannabis too you gotta be yeah. careful but sure. like but it it's, takes a lot. I, I have to say, um, so it's legal on October 17th, mm-hmm. which means that on October 17th, I took half an edible and uh, 
I went to Venus, man. <laughs> so the thing is, dude, Fuck. it's like the thing is, and like, let's say in the future, that's what one, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's legal to consume edibles now. Okay, well it's then I did legal. it two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. No, um, edibles and topic, all those things I listed are legal now. They're just not legal for us to sell them to you. Right. They're in a gray uh-huh. area where basically. A year ago, on October 17th last year, the government legalized them, but the only way you could get them is if you made them yourselves. Right, uh, yeah. Which isn't, you know, realistic on a... No, on a mass on a scale. retail mass yeah. scale level. Yeah. So now those things will be legal for us to... For company... Licensed producers that were given licenses by the government sure. to produce for, right. the, for the consumer. Um, so it's beautiful, right? But um, what's crazy about this and what I think is going to be revolutionary about this is... Um, People don't realize the social impacts that this is going to have for something I'm very passionate about, which is um, the normalization of Mm -hmm. cannabis. Okay. Like mommy is allowed to come home and drink her red wine while she watches her kids. (laughs) But if somebody finds out that she smoked a joint while watching her kids, it's the end of the goddamn world. The, The biggest thing when the legalization came through, and that was my big thing, I said, it's not the plant itself becoming legal and like the bud being legalized and everything. Once the edibles come in, then it's going to hit more mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Like we've talked about on the show ad nauseum yeah. about oh, okay. like how, Fair. how like as it goes, this is great. Whether, whether anybody that's listening or doesn't listen or is following the news likes it or doesn't yeah. like just the fact that it is now going to become acceptable. Yeah. Like I don't like pharmaceuticals, but yeah. like they're perfectly legal yeah. Yeah. You know, within, you know, many of them. Right. Yeah. So if that's the case and then we can then study them or scientists yeah. can study them, yeah. you know, the medical profession can then see, what benefits or not yeah. they these have yeah. at least they're open to now discuss it it's not yeah. like oh you know Johnny does drugs right it's just like you know no he takes cannabis for his whatever yeah, yeah you know and, right and like the social repercussions that this is gonna have like is enormous so for example um I'm going to a party tonight, mm-hmm. but I work in the morning and I want to be social. I'm the type of yep. guy, I'm the Jets Pope. I party. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm there to have a good time, but I don't sure. want to be hung over tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Soon there's going to be a six pack I can buy. A six pack of blueberry, uh, blue dream sativa. Okay. Yeah. And, and there's going to be microdose amounts of THC yep. in yep. there. Enough that I look cool pouring it into my cups, playing beer pong, but not enough that I'm going to be so such a piece of shit the next day that yeah. I can't do my yeah. job. I love that idea like yeah. man yeah. this type of shit's gonna be game changing bro and it's like i'm so excited for that's it. my problem i need to yeah. figure out they need to come up with something where like i never quite know how much to take or have because like yeah. i'll take a you know off a buddy's bat box or whatever and I'll, you know i'll take someone i'm like it, it didn't really hit because i'm yeah. like they have different strength different type whatever yeah. yeah and i'm like damn it i was hoping to get a little bit more but i don't want to get too much and then my whole night's gone yeah right yeah. and the other thing too like what's coming out now so they're coming out with pre-dosed cartridges of like a like a disposable vape yeah oh, okay, so you'll yeah. be able to buy exactly what you know like it'll everyone's got to go through that period it's the same with alcohol where it's like i gotta find my limit of course yeah how yeah. many beers can i have yeah. until yeah. i'm an asshole yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it's the same thing with 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 yeah. cannabis the only thing is with the black market when you're eating buddies at you don't know what the fuck you're getting you don't know like and the thing is also there's been studies done recently black market um has gotten so professional looking yeah. mm-hmm. where you order something off the internet and it comes with like a list of ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. It comes with like exactly the milligrams, the percentages yeah. of everything. Here's the thing. What's not, um, what's not legit is you don't know who put on those percentages. Yeah. And it's not so, regulated. Yeah, it's it not, looks legit. Yep. But like, what if their testing equipment wasn't real or what if, what if they, they didn't even test it? What if it? they needed yeah. to make this money off this batch so yep. instead of putting 
five milligrams of THC, they wrote 10 milligrams on THC. Yeah. Yeah. What we're happening, what we're already seeing happen in stores, and I'm allowed to talk about this, is customers that come in and they're like, what? Because we do have edibles technically right now, but what they are is they're edible infused oil gel caps. Yeah. They look like an Advil gel cap you buy. <laughs> yeah. So like euphemistic, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. we don't have janitors, we have cleaning <laughs> specialists. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, they're a pill. Sure. You're not yeah. eating them. I get it. They're but not it's still edible. Funny. You just yeah. swallow them. <laughs> I know, it's hilarious. <laughs> I know, shut up. <laughs> so, um, so, these <laughs> so these people come in and they're like, what the fuck? The highest milligram that you have is 10 milligrams? It takes me 50 milligrams to even get high. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then they take one of these 10 milligrams and they're fucked. And it's legit. Their yeah. black market guy's been yeah. lying to them yeah. this entire time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see a lot of that when it comes to uh, the new legalization that's coming out, where essentially these people think they've been doing something for yeah. a long time and they have not. I hear so many people, even now, where they're just like, no, I'm just going to stick with my dealer. Why would I pay taxes on this yeah. problem? Yeah. I'm like, sure, I guess. Which, but I'd, I'd rather have the security and, of knowing yeah. where it came from and it's all regulated. See, it's all and I, I know someone who's who's had his dealer has ended up actually dropping his prices to mm. almost five bucks a gram to compete with the legal yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like the thing is, is that's not going to stop. And no. the thing is, is I understand We're just trying those to limit people, it. Yeah. and and they will stop. Like, so basically, what's going to happen? It's the same thing that happened in Denver, Colorado. So in in Colorado, what happened when they first, actually a better a better example is uh, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. So in Oregon, what happened when they legalized? At first, same thing, twenty dollar grams. Nobody's yeah. going to these stores. I'm not saying nobody's going, but like way less than sure. than they yeah. thought. People are going to their dealers. What happens is people go to the stores because now all of a sudden it's legal. They buy the first couple times there because they've never tried cannabis yeah. before, and then they're like, "All right, I like this, but I don't like paying twenty bucks." Yeah. And then they're smoking one of these legal joints at a party, and one of their buddies sees them and goes, "Hey, I can get you that for five bucks." Yeah. yeah. And this is what happens: is more people are ended up. Like introduced to the black market through yeah. the legal market. Uh, that's right. interesting. I never heard of that. Then yeah. what happens is the legal markets aren't making money, so yep. they lower their prices, yeah. and the governments lower the taxes so they can lower their prices. Yep. Then the legal market, black market, still has to compete, and they go yeah. down, and then it just keeps going it's down. A race to the this bottom, is why, which is great for us, which is why monopolies yeah. are so detrimental against society because yeah. you need competition. Yeah. Um, and so that's what's going to happen. But it took like three or four years in, in yeah. Oregon for that to happen and yeah. it's going to take the same amount of time yeah. here. You're already seeing prices drop yeah. here. Yeah. I've made that point too where it's like one, uh, the more normal it gets then price price adjusting starts happening. It's like we'll have uh, uh, when we used to always have gas wars which for some reason never exist anymore yeah. Yeah. but like you know back, I remember being a kid before I could even drive and like all the gas stations in town would suddenly be like hey we're fine you know, 45 cents a liter or yeah. whatever. Like they would just constantly undercut each other and then it would jump back up. But with this stuff, I think as it normalizes, then, you know, each store will be like, Hey, you know, come get our stuff. You get, you know, whatever. We'll cut it to eight bucks a gram. And we'll get you a free this, that or other thing yeah. or just to get you in the door. And the yeah. other thing too, um, like it's a really good point. And the other thing too is, um, so essentially these, um, like the black market will always win, Yeah, yeah. but it's the same in every industry. Of course. Yeah. Like, dude, I can buy bottled wine from my friend (laughs) if I want to for cheaper than what I can do at the store. But no one does that. Everyone goes to the liquor mart because that's fucking crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like technically, I'm sure I can find a dude who sells... You know, illegal fucking like whatever yeah. video Xbox controllers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they exist on Amazon <laughs> yeah. for cheaper than sixty nine yep. ninety nine. But you know, I'm going to Best Buy yeah. and buying one because 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I think now today too, with the, the amount you're hearing of like fentanyl lace stuff yeah. and, and all that kind of shit, it's yeah. really pushing people towards the legal market. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, would, I think it'll get there. I think yeah, it'll get it, there. It definitely will. Um, and like I said, the black market will always be there. It's always there in every industry. It just needs to be minimalized yeah. to a point yeah. where me. So, like, basically, what's happening is, um, you know, person A right now doesn't have enough of an incentive. Yep. Like I think, like I have no idea what the actual numbers are, so I'm not going to quote numbers. But let's just throw out some. These are numbers around the ballpark. Yeah. It's like still like 80 percent or something yeah, of sure. the population is buying on the black market. Yeah, that makes so sense. like those numbers are way too high. Yeah, oh, we yeah. can't accept that. But they'll get low enough where Johnny A is going. Yeah, I know I could get it for two bucks cheaper. Like if I drive to this but creepy guy's house, the guy. but then I gotta go to yeah. meet this creepy guy and his dog barks at me a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then I gotta walk back to my car in a sketchy neighborhood. So I'm just gonna go to the. Is there any? The, is there any repercussions the for buying black market dope? There is not. There's okay, repercussions yeah. for um, the selling. Selling. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. There's yeah. repercussions for buying over 30 grams, oh, which okay. is your legal carry limit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm yeah. sure if you were involved in like a black market sale over 30 grams, that also has repercussions. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. But no, right now, like not. And like it's the same as like there's no legal repercussions for me buying a, a fake Jets jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? But eventually, that remember year one? Everyone had those fake yeah. gestures. They were yeah. so bad. They were so bad, but no one cared, right? Yeah. But then it took long enough. Yep. The jet store dropped their prices. Now you see one of those bad boys in the MTS Center and everyone makes fun of them. Yeah. Yep. Or Bell MTS Place. I'm my apologies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like it's IG Field, not IGF. Right. Yeah. 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 But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the thing is, is like, eventually it'll get to the point where... It's yeah. not worth it anymore for these people. You got to make right. it easy for the for the regular consumer, and then yeah, I think we're getting there. I think yeah. it, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, and I think the social <clears throat> normalization I'm really excited about. Me too. I'm really excited about having that choice. Like, like we. I'm not even going to get into this discussion, but the alcohol peer pressure in society oh, is yeah. enormous. Yep. Like, it, there's an argument to be made that like you have to consume alcohol mm-hmm. or pretend you consume alcohol to be accepted in yeah. like. A wide variety of social or be on the other side of that where it's like I'm making a uh, self-righteous stand to say yeah. that I refuse you to partake have to of your like yeah. be this yeah. shining beacon in yeah order the to lightning do this. rod or whatever either where you're that like, why, or you're, why can't a guy just be like no nah, I don't feel like it yeah so it'll be nice to have a second option that doesn't make you go home and beat the shit out of your kids <laughs> <laughs> unless you were going to anyways then I guess that you're just a piece of shit then you're yeah, just you're a stone dude just bad as shit out of your kids <laughs> They're mutually exclusive. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, that's great. Um, uh, yeah. We're, I was going to touch something else, but we're running kind of long. Um, yeah, we can kind of start rolling start it down here. I guess it means you have to bring me on another one. Oh, absolutely, man. This, this has been great. Fucking right. It was fun. Um, awesome, man. Thank you guys we, We've so had much. ones that this haven't is... gone nearly as smooth as this, so this is this was a blast. Sweet. Um, yeah, no, this is fucking awesome. I the Jets Pope it. is always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Always no, welcome um, to bless my... Uh, my followers. We need to get a little little holy water uh, yeah. spout here. It's just gonna be like Dr. Baptism. Pepper or something. <laughs> the only baptism I'll get. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, oh no, I think I was baptized. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah, I'll email your mom. I'll ask her. <laughs> I'm Love friends you. with your mom. Oh, I, I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Christy talks about you all the time. I know, because I'm delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Those you still talk to that Reginald? I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm actually going to film a <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, she's good shit. Anyways, okay. Um, social media, I guess, plug it if you like. You kind of already have, sure. but say it again. Yeah, so add Jets Pope um, on all social media. So Wonderful. Instagram, 
and Twitter, and I think that's the... Is that all yeah, the... Yeah. <laughs> all the ones that matter. <laughs> oh, and YouTube now, apparently. I made a YouTube There account. you go. Yeah, you go watch the rant, people. <laughs> yeah. How'd that video do? I don't even know, man. I, I, I honestly check. don't open I it. I saw it. There was like 250 views. I don't even open it anymore because I'm ashamed of it. But like, I'm not ashamed of it. It's just hard to watch. <laughs> That's I'm fair. sure I won't be able to listen to this either. <laughs> I hate my own voice. There. Well, you've got my follow, sir. Thanks, buddy. I'll follow you back, my friend. <laughs> Aww. We'll chat wrestling on the side. Yeah, Cute little Hello, Jets Nation, Jets fans. Um, I don't don't exist. It doesn't matter. I'm one of those uh, those wrestling muggles. Anyways, (laughs) as uh, yeah, and I guess. Hit up Tokyo Smoke if you need some yeah, of that. Yeah, hit up word. Tokyo. Shout out to Tokyo Smoke if you need your legal cannabis. Tokyo I think smoke. I think Derek said they they might sponsor us, so we'll we'll be in touch. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's all good. Anyways, uh, speaking of social media, find us on Instagram at Two Idiots Podcast, on Facebook Two Idiots Podcast, and on Twitter Two Idiots Show. Um, where do where do we get emails, Randy? We get emails at doubleidiotspodcast at gmail dot com. Boom! Send, send us some Red stuff. your dick pics. No, no, yes, those are Randy's dick pics. All of them. No, no, no. They're just for Randy. You can sign it right on there if you like. <laughs> <laughs> A little sharpie on there. Um, hit us up uh, if you want to chat. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, follow. Um, you know all the usual schnaz there. And uh, yeah, I guess thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming, buddy. It was fun. Peace out, everybody. Bye.